0: Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. I'm your host, Nathan Desa, and today we're going to be taking a break from our Go treasure hunt. And we're actually going to be taking a break from Super Sentai in general to go back to the series that we come to know and love here in America and sometimes hate, uh, Power Rangers. We're going to be taking a look at the, at the series that has just concluded, um, although we are going to have a second season of the show because that's how Power Rangers works right now, um, next year. Uh, Power Rangers Dino Fury. And uh, I got some guys here to join me, so if you guys will all please state your name and uh, just all that good stuff, go right ahead.
1: So, I'm Rizwan, you guys know me, and uh, I'm joined by other people.
2: Hi, I'm Frank, you've never seen a single episode of this show.
0: (laughs) We got a game here along for the ride, guys. I'm just here so I don't get yeah. fined. <laughs>
3: oh Lord! Yeah,
4: that's get what I to tell you. What do you mean get fined? And and they're also joined by me, Anthony Davis, aka the Green Ranger. You know, that's my title. I'm sticking to it.
1: Okay, Tommy.
2: That was such a long-winded character intro. Oh my god.
1: It wasn't that long. (laughs) So, real quick before Nathan begins the Ranauts section. uh, This episode is recorded after um, our next three Gokaiser episodes that will be coming up on here later on. But we're going to cut the line and put this one after Gokai Part 1 on our podcast feed. So if in the later episodes of this, when you're hearing about Gokaiser and you don't hear a mention of this happening, that's why. It didn't happen when we recorded those. Oh, you guys are time traveling. Wow. Look, man, I need to get my Quantum Morpher and I gotta go fight crime, okay?
2: I was thinking the Quantum Realm from Endgame, but you know that works too.
1: I'm staying on. I'm staying somewhat on track on the franchise here. (laughs) I
0: just did the show. All right, all right. Other thing is, um, we were recently uh, we had some technical difficulties on uh, iTunes. Um, Apparently, uh, uh, this this was actually just brought to our attention uh, just before we started recording this. Um, Apparently, I don't know if there was like a bug or some technical or some other issue, but. Apparently, we were kicked off of iTunes, but luckily, Riz has fixed that, so we should be back on iTunes soon. Is that oh, we're back Riz? on iTunes now. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we had a little blitz, um with our podcast feed. I don't know, some glitches happened and it kicked us off, but I went back and fixed it. So Now, we're back on iTunes where y'all can find us, you can listen to us. It'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm.
3: Who has the let echo? Let me let me try uh hear. It echo my What about Mayan? Echo. Mine?
1: It's gone, yeah. It's not
0: there. Oh. Uh, we apologize for that technical difficulty. Uh
1: yeah, sorry guys. Wait, I just want to make sure that we kill the echo ahead of time.
0: Yep. But anyway, uh into the uh, randomly assorted news of Tokusatsu, the Ranaut section. Uh, it's been a pretty quiet week for uh, Tokusatsu in terms of news. Uh, the forty-six Sentai has already been revealed, so there's not really much else to talk about. But of course, uh, the big thing that uh, the big uh, thing of the week is that, uh, and th- this has already happened in Japan as of the recording of this video. Uh, the Go ten-year 10 years after movie was released. Um, you know, I actually... Uh, um, now, there's no subs released of it, at least not yet, so obviously it'll probably be a while before, uh, before um, it comes because unfortunately, unlike some anime movies like Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia, they don't release tokusatsu movies here in the States, which sucks. Unfortunately. Um, But
1: trust me, the minute we have our hands on reliable subs and we can watch it, you're gonna hear all about it because I can't wait. This is out of the loop I am. The people that I've seen on Twitter that have seen the movie have all said be ready to cry and guys, I'm ready to cry. All right. I wanna see what's I wanna see how they're gonna break me.
2: I honestly didn't know there was a Kaiser right. reunion movie. My mind is kind of blown right now.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's been 10 years. Mm.
2: <laughs> wow. There
3: like, was some interesting... You now, Frankie... no, no, go
1: ahead,
2: Riz. I'm sorry.
1: I was going to say, I don't know if you know Frankie, but Kaiser came out 10 years ago, so this is their 10-year anniversary reunion.
2: All right. I, this is just... Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. I, wow.
0: Yeah. Now, the big thing, uh, you know, there were some scans from the movie that I remember dropping uh, earlier this week, in fact, very recently, um, that showed, um, now, um, it showed a lot of uh, action photos from the movie. Now, of course, it shows Guy in gold mode because, you know, that's his thing. But the big thing is that the main five Gokaijers all appear to have some new toys. Um, I actually sent a photo of this stuff um to Riz and Anthony uh on on a in a chat but uh to kind of uh, break it mm-hmm. down for you get for those people back home uh so Marvelous appears to have a new armored form which is modeled after the Gokai Galleon so basically Marvelous gets his own battleizer uh Dawn has this big like double-barreled cannon looking thing uh Joe has a huge like like five-pronged claw weapon and both uh, Iam and Luca have these uh like these I can't even tell they either look like they look like blaster things or like these cannon things that are mounted to their legs um, well at least that's what Iams looks like it's hard to tell what uh Luca's is uh but yeah um, the go have some cool-looking new toys for this movie, especially Marvelous. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to see what those things look like. like what do you got?
1: I was very surprised, because I didn't know they were going to have these uh, armors until the screenshots came out. And i got to say... I like some of them. I'm, I'm still kind of getting my mind wrapped around the others. Uh, for example, I do like the marvelous Gokai Galleon armor. I thought it looked pretty good, but um, I guess I need to see the others kind of more in action, because I, I don't know. What do y'all think about Dons,
0: for example? I mean, it's just a really big cannon-looking weapon. I mean, It,
1: it just yeah. seems so out of place for that guy to have it.
0: I think it's in place, because he, he always uses guns in combat, so... Yeah, like, well, that's a big gun. I think it makes sense. And Joe having a big claw makes sense, because he likes to use his sword all the time, so... Yeah. Yeah. But I, I... I Just looking at this right now, I can't tell how, um... how Luca and, uh... and I am's weapons would work.
3: And, and like I said, um...
0: There was nothing revealed about Guy. They just showed him in gold mode again. But Guy already has that, so I don't think you should give him anything else. hmm And then the other big thing is that um, apparently for this movie, uh, they have taken Kydra's closing theme, which was called the Super Sentai Hero Getter, uh, and they have expanded it to basically talk about um at least to my knowledge and i'm pretty sure the uh the song is you can find it on youtube now uh they've expanded it to include all the sentais which is weird because um, they did expand it once um when GoBusters came out i guess because you know the go did a big crossover with the go busters so it makes sense to kind of expand it back then but Yeah, I guess now they've expanded it for, you know, ten years more, so we're gonna go all the way to Zenkaiger, probably, so... (laughs) Yeah, Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but... Sounds cool. I mean, I like Super Sentai Hero Getter, so...
1: Yeah, I'm holding off on listening to it until the movie's in my hands, which has been kind of difficult, given the internet, but I'm doing my best. (laughs)
3: You got anything, Anthony?
4: Uh, like I said, I'm just I'm just looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm liking some of the armors. It's just the the ones for Luca and uh, i just look kind of weird to me.
1: Right? Like, I I don't know. I, I think I think when we see it, Anthony, it'll make more sense and it'll feel better. But right now, it just kind of looks out of place.
3: Yeah. So you have to wait and see, I guess. Yep.
0: Well, all I can say is, is that whoever, uh, all these uh, companies that are doing the subtitles, uh, get that movie as fast as you can and get it out for us. Do it okay,
1: now. It's my hands today. Yeah. Oh, it's not my hands yet? You're doing it wrong. Sorry. Do it for, do do it for, <laughs> do it for the culture, guys.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, aside from uh, the Kyger 10 years after movie, uh, there's not, nothing really big that's happened. Um, haven't heard anything about Kamen Rider either. Um, and uh, we already spoke about how Power Rangers is going to be uh, released exclusively on Netflix um, in the video that we recorded prior to the one that in the video that we recorded prior to the recording this one. Uh, during which I go on a pretty long rant. Both Wiz and I go on long rants about how terrible Nickelodeon has been to Power Rangers, so there's a little oh, preview. Oh, boy. There's a oh, little boy. preview yeah. for all you fans out there that want to hear that. Um, yeah,
1: I feel like Frank has something to say as well on that.
2: Hi, guys. You don't know me, but that's why I stopped watching Power Rangers because of Nickelodeon.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but luckily, Frankie Hasbro has done a fantastic job for the most part with Dino Fury. Oh, good. Yep. Like, I think that's a good transition because
2: I hated, I hated Meg Samurai, I hated Mega Force, I hated Dino Charge, I hated Ninja Steel. So, oh, you like Dino Charge? I like the first half.
4: That's
2: fair. Okay, okay, yeah. I hated the second half. No, no, that that that's fair.
0: Half terrible. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. The second half was awful. Like, like you ever seen that Spongebob episode where uh like it's an older episode where um like they be like hit like they give three cheers for uh Squid- uh for SpongeBob, but then they boo Squidward. Hip, well, hip yeah, No So the three cheers are for the three, cheers are for SpongeBob, uh, the three cheers are for Dino Charge Season 1, and the three boos are for Dino Charge Season 2.
2: That makes sense.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, speaking of uh, dinosaur-themed Power Ranger seasons, um, we're going to be moving on to uh, the main subject of this. Uh, with Power Rangers Dino Fury, which uh, is the 28th season of Power Rangers... Um, and, over, and the 29th season also because season 2 is going to be coming out uh, next year exclusively on Netflix um, it is based on the 43rd uh, Super Sentai season and uh, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing this because I probably am uh, Kishi Ryu Sentai Ryu Soldier um, which yes, by the way is actually uh, pretty
4: not, not bad
0: oh okay by the way um Anthony is the only one that's seen Ryu Soldier. Um, I kind of, uh, you know, I'll be honest. Um, I, I, I've, I've been in kind of a weird spot with like watching the current Sentais that are watching. Like, I watched Tokujer, then you know, I was watching Ne Ni Ninja for a while, but then because we started trying to review Ne Ni Ninja, but then because of something that we're not going to mention because we don't want to give Rizwan PTSD. Uh, we started. You, you
1: already did.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn it. The is
1: here, man. That lawnmower will haunt my life forever. Oh.
2: I heard about that.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I, stopped- I remember I stopped- that. <laughs> I stopped watching uh, after Ni Ninja. Uh, I tried to. I'm pretty. Jew Ocher comes after Ni Ninja, right?
2: Yeah, Ju-Oja's definitely injured. Yeah.
0: I was watching yeah. Ju-Oja for a while, but then I just kind of got a little too far behind, and then after that, it's just like I didn't even bother catching up. Plus, I was, I was in a weird area where I didn't even watch Sentai for a while. Um,
2: and now, my, I'm, my thing about Ryu, Sol- my thing about Ryu Soldier was, I was tired of the dinosaur theme.
0: Yeah, I think everybody was. You had Ranger
2: already, and then you had Ranger, and then you had Kyoryuger. And I remember when that was announced, it was supposed to be dragons was the teaser. Then all of a sudden, it was dinosaurs again. Because they had the knight theme. It was like, alright, knights are cool, and knights versus dragons. That makes sense. And then all of a sudden, it's... I'm trying so hard not to curse right now. But it was dinosaurs.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I, I just... To me... And I think I said this in multiple podcasts in the last month or two. Give me a good knight centai, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I meant that on a podcast or not, but I want Mystic Knights to turn into Oog. in, 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 Sentai, pa- in form. Sentai form. Yeah, that would have been exactly
2: because if they had the Knights and Dragons theme, that would have been perfect. But no, dinosaurs. Yes.
0: If I had to guess, why maybe maybe they were just trying to play it safe because. You know, Ryu Soldier came after two Sentai's that were a huge departure from what we normally see because we what? had Q.
2: Q Ranger, then Loop vs. Pat, right?
0: Yeah, we had Q yeah. Ranger, which had, like a, which had like a billion Rangers, and it was a space theme, which, funnily enough, we had never seen in Sentai at that point.
2: It was cool. And I like the space theme, but I heard the show was terrible.
0: Yeah. I didn't It even, was not think great. It was, it was,
4: they barely went to, they were barely in space and like they were on Earth most, most like, majority of the time.
1: I didn't yeah. think it was yeah. that bad. I thought people liked it.
4: I yeah. like some Maybe of it, not. but it just but it kind of lost me after a while. Yeah. Yeah. And like,
3: I think they're adding
4: too many ranges to so like, <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. Sorry. No, you're good. They literally added like what was it like ten rangers in less than like.
2: Well, they started. With, they started with nine, didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah,
4: just it was five it was in the first at first. Yes, it was. It was three at first, and then at the end of the episode was five. One more, uh, they added two more in the second episode, and then they met. They met another one, but he wasn't. He wasn't with them yet, and. Then had the ninth one. The ninth one showed up, and then that was it.
0: And that was it for a while. Then they had another one, and another one after that. And another. Well, then one. they then they did Lupin versus Pat, which was very different from what we normally see in Sentai. And the funny thing is, is that you know I hear just based on like opinions that I see, people liked Lupin versus Pat, but it wasn't really good as far as the toys were concerned. So. Uh, you know, Toei really wanted like a big one that's going to sell toys. So they thought, well, hey, you know, dinosaurs always sell good to- good toys, so let's just play it safe. And it really feels weird because, you know, aside from Ryu Soldier, Sentai has been trying some new stuff. I mean, because after Ryu Soldier, we had Kira Major, which was themed after gems. I hear some good things about that, Sentai. I, like,
2: I, like, I, like, I, I like heard the, the for sales for that were terrible. Oh, I yeah, heard I I the heard. sales were
4: Horrible, but the plot of the show were really. I heard, really good I though. heard
2: the show was good, but it sold like garbage. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and now they're doing Zankaiser, which I, I mean, like it got... so far. I'm
2: gonna be honest with you. I love Zankaisers. I love Zankaisers. Yeah. I love yes. Yes. I love Kaiser's design so much. No, <laughs> dude,
1: Zankaiser. I've watched a little bit now. I've watched like three or four episodes, and I like it, dude. It's it's good. Yeah.
2: It's like weird it. to me the main guy's white, but...
1: Well, okay, but that's a callback to a big one. Big, that's
2: exactly what it
1: is. So, I'm okay with that. I mean, look, and yeah. uh, I don't know how it was in... Um, uh, crap. What's the name of it? Jacka. Alien Rangers, the Sentai counterpart.
0: Kaku Ranger. Ranger. Oh, Cock-a-Ranger. thank Ranger.
1: I don't know if White was the leader there, but in Mighty Morphin, White was the leader, and that didn't sure. seem weird at all. In in um,
2: in Sakaka Ranger, she was the leader, but Red was like the focus character.
4: It was, yeah, like, yeah. So she he was always in the he was always in the middle, regardless. Like,
1: but the point is, like we've had White leaders in the past, like White Ranger leaders. I don't want to say White leaders; that sounds bad. But but he was um... the he.
2: I think he's the first one that was like front and center main character.
1: Yeah. yeah. At yeah. least
2: Sentai-wise. I know Power Rangers, you had Tommy,
1: but... And, like, the way that they're doing Zenkai <laughs> right now, um... It's going well. I mean, they're not, like, rusting into having every single ranger be in the first episode. Like, in the first episode, you only have the first two. Then episode three, you get the second... No, third guy, whatever, um... So, I mean, they're gradually introducing characters. It's not like a big rush to introduce everything in one go.
2: I actually bought um, right. I have, I have the two Zenkayos in my closet. Oh, that's cool. And they got Zen, they're bringing back Zen-Sentai arts with Zen Kaiser, which is cool.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was someone we forgot to mention. Um. But, yeah. Uh, to get back, uh, we kind of got off track, but that's fine, because the point is, is, uh, Overall, it looks like Sentai is actually trying some new stuff, but Ryu Soldier was kind of just a retread. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Um, I'll, be,
2: I'll be honest, I do like the designs. I like the suit designs for Ryu Soldier. I thought they were cool. Oh, they're real
1: badass suits. It's just, the dinosaur thing is so overplayed right now. Yeah, I know. But, but I will say, when we get to the story of DinoFrew, which I think we should do now, yep. I I greatly appreciate the attempts to kind of bring n- the night's feel back to it.
2: This is my fault. Yeah. I
1: put us on a tangent. I to talk
2: to some type of all over again. <laughs> Oh jeez, it's all my fault, guys.
1: I'll keep my no. mouth
2: shut while you guys talk about the plot, since I know nothing going
1: on. No, no, no. For the most part, we do have tangents in our podcast still, but not to this extreme. So, oh, <laughs> I'm perfectly yeah. fine
0: with that. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to – so we're just going to review the whole thing and just give our overall thoughts. So we're not going to go episode by episode. I'm just going to give a a brief uh, overview of the story. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay, so pretty much uh, to sum it all up. So uh, 65 million years ago, there was a group of scientists on a planet called Rafcon – that created an army of these monsters called Sporix to defend their planet. But unfortunately, because the Sporix are monsters, they went rogue, and they started uh, destroying Rafton, and they basically wiped out the whole planet. And then they went to Earth to... Gee,
4: it's almost like someone could have someone told them that. Oh, wait, they did. I'm sorry, Nathan, I had to say that. <laughs> it's,
3: just, it's cool.
0: It's a good way to put that in. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> they basically killed everyone except the six knights of Rafcon who, uh, who were defeated, but they survived. And then they chased the Sporix to earth. Um, when the, when the knights arrived on earth, they were approached by people from the morphing grid called the Morphin Masters. Yes, that's what they're actually called. And we'll talk more about that later. Um, they gave the six knights Dino Fury Morphers, which allowed them to become Dino Fury Power Rangers. Um, they were able to turn re- dinosaurs into their zords, and as the Dino Fury Power Rangers, they defeated the Sporix, although basically everyone except the Red Ranger, whose name is Zato, um supposedly at least, uh, were all killed. Um, the Red Ranger is uh, based on a Tyrannosaurus Rex, by the way, because that's just how dinosaur-themed Power Ranger seasons work at this point. Um, it's so original I'm so
1: surprised we have a Tyrannosaurus Rex for the red are, are you guys surprised? I, I, thought,
2: I thought he was a pterodactyl <laughs>
0: well well, there's three things guaranteed in life, death taxes and the Red Ranger being themed after a T-Rex in a Power Ranger season.
2: Wow, I am um, consider me surprised I, I never yeah. saw that coming yeah
4: Call me, call me, call me, call me impressed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Ranger's name is Zato. Um, They defeated the Sporix and uh, were able to put them back in their eggs, but they weren't able to destroy them. So he and his robotic dinosaur partner, Solon, um, sealed away the Sporix eggs into a case, and Zato went into stasis in this underground base. Fast forward to the present day, and a mysterious villain, who's like a ranger, like purple villain, uh, named Void Knight. He arrives on Earth. Um, he's looking for the Sporix. He infiltrates the base of the Dino Fury Rangers, which is located under a area known as Dino Hinge, which is named because there's like six uh, dinosaur statues, all of which are. Um, all of which are based off of the Zords of the Six Rangers. Um, He infiltrates their base, um, attempting to steal the Sporix, but, you know, unfortunately for him, um, he gets stopped by two normal people who just so happen to enter the base with him, which include a paranormal enthusiast and journalist named Amelia Jones and a highly intelligent, tech-savvy and uh, more of like a science, uh, more of like a scientist type of dude who's also very skeptical of things named uh, Ali Akana. They the two end up accidentally awakening Zeto from his stasis and they get Dino Fury morphers which allows them to become Power Rangers. Amelia becomes the Pink Ranger who's themed after an ankylosaurus. And Ollie becomes the Blue Ranger, which is themed after a Triceratops. Because, again, as we know, to be fair, Dino Charge didn't have a Triceratops-themed Blue Ranger, so... Three out of the four Blue Rangers
2: are Triceratops.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Okay, but at least it's not... At least... At least we got a little bit of a variety.
2: A little bit. Um, Tiny, tiny bit.
0: Very tiny bit. Tiny bit. Um... But unfortunately, the sporex get released all over the world by Void Knight, and now Zeto, Amelia, and Ollie have to fight with Zeto to get the Sporex eggs before Void Knight does. And of course, you know, along the way, uh, a bunch of things happen. The three find a lot of a uh, discover mini new Zords. Um, the things that they use to uh activate their morpher and give them power-ups known as Dino Keys, they discover a lot of those. Um pretty soon they get a few new teammates, including um Izzy Garcia, who's a uh who's a really uh, athletic, ambitious, uh high school athlete. Uh she becomes the Green Ranger, who's themed after a tiger. Um and also Tiger actually. Oh yeah, saber-tooth tiger. So one, so once again it's more of like, you know, prehistoric creatures instead of dinosaurs since you know, but there was a saber tooth tiger in June Ranger 2, so whatever. Um,
4: yeah. Yeah. I guess that's I mean, probably
0: uh, why they casted a female to
4: play as the Green Ranger instead of a male because they wanted to do a callback to MMPR with Treaty
0: being, you know, female and she had a saber tiger.
3: Yeah.
0: And what's funny is that, uh, watch you. Know, no, no, no. We'll get to that in a second about Izzy. Um, and along with Izzy, we also have her, uh, free-spirited brother named Tavi, who's, uh, Aspiring uh aspiring uh musician. Uh he becomes the Black Ranger, who's themed after a Stegosaurus.
2: The Black and, Ranger's different theme in every dinosaur season. Huh. The yeah. Black Ranger's always mm-hmm. different.
0: hmm a, yeah? ma- a mammoth, a brachiosaurus, a para whatever thing, and uh now a stegosaurus. Uh yeah.
4: Parasaurus. It was a pair paras- para- of uh, paras-
0: I don't know how to pronounce that. Parasolophagus. I, I, whatever. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: the Parazord.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, a little bit later in the series, they meet up. They encounter uh, an easygoing and fun loving guy named Ion, who turns out to be another knight of Rathcon who survived also. But when he was put in stasis, he was in a pod that was underwater. So Ion joins them. He is still the Gold Ranger. And he controls. Uh, funny thing is, I thought he was themed after an alligator originally, but apparently there's a real live dinosaur called a Mosasaurus, which oh, is what yeah. he's named after. Yeah. Yeah. that's real. That's, a, that's a, it's a, a real thing. So, yeah. Um, and together they all fight against uh, Void Knight, um, who. Ooh, who's the <laughs> oh, the <laughs> blood. We'll talk more about that in a second. They go around fighting Void Knight and his, uh, who ha, who, well, like, okay, who goes around, uh, with his own Sporix Beast partner. It's this dim-witted, like, female one. Although, apparently she was male in the Sentai, according to Anthony. Her name is Mucus. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: that's
0: and, such uh, a That's such a stupid name for a
1: villain. Even if it's, like, a yeah. comedic villain, that's such a bad name. Remember the um,
2: loogies from Megaforce?
1: Yeah, it's not that. We don't don't talk about them, Frankie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were called BBs and Go Ager, so they weren't. Didn't really have a much better name in this. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically the whole story. Uh, We don't want to, you know. Um, We'll go into more details, of course. But that's basically... That's the basic plot of it. Um, That's the
1: premise. Um, Yeah. So I just want to say
0: this um, for... um, So, like I said, I haven't seen Ryu Soldier. Although I can tell just by... I can tell just by watching how this show works that it's very different from how Ryu Soldier is. I mean... I mean yeah, even the even, like even the place where the villains are all meaning, that's clearly original footage. Like it definitely doesn't look like it's like they're taking footage from the from Ryu Soldier. Um, but you know what though? I I,
2: I I prefer when Power Rangers does its own thing rather than be a copy paste of the Super Sentai. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: samurai is exactly like Shin Um Yeah, I mean, it, and it's not—it's not always terrible to be a complete copy and paste from the Sentai to Rangers. I mean, Time I Ranger, Ranger is, and Time Force were a great adaptation. That's the
2: only time it worked,
1: right? i yeah,
2: because Wild Force and Gal Ranger are the same, and Wild Force is so much worse than Gal Ranger.
1: I mean, okay, but that's not. That's not the fault of rain that's not the fault of the story. That's the fault of getting poor scripting for the actors to use. That's, that's what I'm gonna say about that.
2: And then Samurai is nowhere near as good as Shin Kenji.
4: Not even by a mile. I can I can test it. Is.
0: Yeah. Well, I can we- only tell that the villain dynamic is pretty different, because, like, you know, Anthony and I were talking about this uh, early earlier, before we started recording. Um, apparently, like, I mean, in this in this one, Void Knight is the main villain, but apparently Void Knight was just, like, a side villain in Ryu Soldier, and obviously he wasn't called Void yeah. Knight in the, in the Sentai, but... Um,
4: it, I think it was Guy's I think it was guy sword. And what was cool about him was that I'm going I'm to go ahead and tell you all this right now. Um, he was based a suit of armor that would basically he would like uh possess people and like and have like basically become, he becomes they become the armor. Basically, this happened uh, in um one of the uh, actually wait I'm trying to think.
0: Wait, a suit of armor that possesses people? Anthony, are you sure you're not talking about Zeltrax's counterpart from Ava Ranger? Or Venom?
4: That is exactly what he was.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And wow, this soldier is so unoriginal <laughs> that he's <laughs> off other Dino Sentais.
2: I thought he was agreeing with me about it being Venom, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it...
4: it, it because actually, that was actually the main the main story
3: in, uh, in Psycho Battle. Because is, uh, the two Ryu Soldiers show up in that one, and they... um,
0: but, and, and when you really think about it, I mean, the, the whole dynamic with Ryu Soldier is already kind of a ripoff of Cure Uger, because think about it. The main five Rangers are red, blue, black, green, and pink just like in Cure Uger, the, gold, the Sixth Ranger is a Gold Ranger whose secondary color is blue, just like in Cure mm-hmm. and now you're telling me yeah. that this that this villain, like, is a suit of armor that possesses like multiple people, which is just like, um, you know, the, uh, a certain character in Abba Ranger. I don't want to go into much detail, because I don't want to spoil Abba Ranger for Riz when we eventually review that, but yeah, so it comes off to me like Re-Soldier is whipping off better Dinosaur Sentai. Pretty much. oh
4: my! And the story God. wasn't all that great either, because like I can barely remember what I mean, they, only, they did a really good job with the first couple of episodes, but like after a while they just kind of like, the Re-Soldier themselves weren't like people. It was like, they were focused more on the, on the, on the people they were trying to save as, as far as like just not focus on the characters themselves. Like, the characters do not change at all.
3: hmm But, uh,
0: as far as the story for this season goes, um, I... So... So, I'm, I'm you know, in, in case for those of you that just want to, like, hear my, you know, my opinion on it and then just kind of skip to see where these other guys are, I really enjoy this <laughs> one. Um, I, uh... I think the story is uh, pretty creative with the sporics. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of elements with the story that uh, that I really enjoy. Um, I think the whole idea of the sporics being like random monsters is pretty creative. Uh, you know, um, one thing I like about the villains, and this was kind, of, I, I got this vibe whenever I did watch Beast Morphers. I like how the villains aren't, like, some big organized force. Like, there's a boss, and then there's, like, a bunch of generals. It's just, like, one guy and, like, this partner, and they're just, like, running around creating monsters. Like, there's no big, intimidating-looking base. I mean, their base is is an abandoned shack in some dude's backyard. I mean, (laughs) so... You know, I like how that villain works. It it reminds me a lot of how common Rider villains actually operate, where there's no, like, big... uh, Where there's no, like, one big boss and then all these generals report him on, like, some ship that's, like, floating in space. So... Yeah. I really enjoy that. Um, But, um, you know, I'll talk more about the Ranger characters later because I'd like for Riz and Anthony to give their thoughts on this as well. But... Um. um, as far as the story invi- uh, as far as the story is, goes, I'm, uh, yeah, it's very creative. So, on a whole, I think
1: Dino Fury is a great story for Rangers. Um, I like the Sporix. I like the. I like the villain. I'm going to talk a little bit about characters, a little bit, not a lot, because I know Nathan wants to go into that in more detail one by one later, but. I definitely like how they set up this character arc for Void Knight, and it's kind of less open-ended at the end of Season 1. And with Season 2, we have a lot of questions to be asked about his main purpose for even doing all this. It's not some random, I want to rule the world. No, he has a real purpose. Like, he's doing it for some personal reason that's important to him. Um, I don't know if you want to go over that now, Nate, or you want to, like, just kind of wait, but... Yeah, we can, Okay. Yeah. So um, basically, Void Knight, he's doing everything he's doing because his partner, I don't know if it's a wife or a girlfriend or whatever, but his significant other is in some kind of stasis tube and he needs the Sporix energy to revitalize her.
0: Okay,
2: Mr. Freeze.
1: Right? Basically. It really (laughs) is.
0: It's another thing that uh you know seems really reminiscent of a lot of uh you know common rider villains because you know th- there's at least um there's at least one or two common rider seasons uh and Anthony could probably back I don't know um like with Ryuki and uh and Wizard even though Wizard is terrible but that's beside the point um, Yeah, the Wizard is terrible uh- Yeah but like in a lot of common rider seasons the villain the main villain isn't always necessarily doing it just for world domination or anything. They have like a very selfish um, goal, one that you know may require them to like kill a bunch of people or endanger people, which is what ultimately makes them a villain. But you yeah. can still kind of sympathize with them on what they're trying to do. And I, like, you following me, Anthony? You think I'm you? Know, you think yeah, I'm yeah? Saying this no, thing?
4: you're 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 you're, 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 you're the money. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, like they're not like their their goals aren't necessarily evil. It's just the risks that they're willing to take in order to achieve that goal. That's what makes them evil because they're kind of apathetic toward that, and that's what makes me you know re- really enjoy this villain dynamic because again, it reminds me a lot of you know common writer villain dynamic. Yeah, and I really enjoy that.
1: And so, yeah, I thought it was really refreshing because. And Beast Morphers, the thing that came before this, um, it was basically Vengex from RPM that was behind all of it. And he wanted to get revenge and he wanted to rule the world. It was a very generic thing. It wasn't like some deep character development thing where he had to go on a journey or whatever and he had like this end goal. Like was a generic villain that we all grew up knowing about from RPM.
2: I mean, it was cool and they tied it back into a previous season, though.
1: It was. It was yeah. really cool to tie it back. But when you really look at the villain and his motivation, it just isn't there. And when you look back at even like Ninja Steel and the Megaforce stuff and Samurai and everything before that, Dinosaur it's generic I want to rule the world.
2: Well, I mean, or to I be fair, that's, that's 99% of Power Rangers villains.
1: Correct. But when you see yeah. something like di- like when you see the parts are like this from that idea to do something creative, you gotta give them credit for doing it.
2: Oh, no, I agree with you, but... Right. Well, I'm not, I'm, yeah. not saying,
1: dude, I'm not saying the general formula for we want a villain that's there to dominate the world and get power and all that stuff. That is bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all, because it's part of
0: the Tokusatsu formula. And the part of the villain trope, anyway, but... The only other yeah. villain I can recall that maybe wasn't entirely motivated to, uh, take over the world, well, in this case, the universe, uh, was Trakina from Lost Galaxy, because yes, you could yes, she wanted to rule over, but you could argue that, well, first of all, she wanted to kill the rangers because they killed her father, but she was also doing it more because she wanted to live up to her father's standards, so you could argue that maybe she didn't want to do it because she was evil, so much as she just wanted to do it to live up to her father's standards. I mean,
2: Astronema was more brainwashed than actually evil.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Takina is the only other one that I can recall that wasn't truly motivated, like, moo I'm evil, I want to rule the world, and all that. I mean, Rancic wasn't either.
1: No, Rancic, he's right, Rancic. Rancic was just kind of there, he just wanted like... Oh, well, he, he was a was, jerk, but... He was a jerk, but he was a petty criminal, he wasn't some he also, evil lord. He king. had
2: some redeemable qualities, he actually was a caring father and stuff, so...
1: Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, okay, you're talking about these examples. That was Time Force, that was Lost Galaxy, and that was in space. You're not listening after the Saban era, the first one. That's true.
0: Yeah, I mean... And all all three of those seasons are, funnily enough, like some of the most beloved in Power Rangers lore. That's uh, true!
1: That's actually true! Mm -hmm. So... They did something right with those three, and I'm glad to see Diana Fury do that, because look, I like Diana Fury a lot. It wasn't a crappy season, like, um... Megaforce! I, I actually think Ninja Steel's worse, but yeah. Um, oh Oh, lord. It, it, it's tip
4: for tap. It's, it, it's, it's, it's they're, they're, just, they're just about the same.
1: Well, okay, Megaforce is, Megaforce is definitely worse. But Super Mega Force is better than Ninja Steel to me. Uh, Mega Force was, so, let- so? was just such oh. a let. Mega Force was just such a letdown. It was well. Okay, so when do you say Mega Force? Are you talking about the entirety of season one and two, or are you just talking about Mega Force prior to uh, the season No, i I'm just combining
2: them into one series.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I think the second half. It's still crappy, right? Like, the way Megaforce was in Season 2 with the Legendary War stuff, that was crappy. But it's a step above what we got with Ninja Steel. Wow. To me. And my reasoning is, we had very few, like, stupid tropes with the fart soaps and all this stuff that Nickelodeon loves. And we talk way more about that rant about what Nickelodeon did to the franchise in the Gokai part. Four. Was it? Yeah. Oh, did you guys do a Super
2: Mega Force Go Kaiser comparison?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> we, no. So, um, in that episode, we did a hey, Nickelodeon no longer has the rights to Power Rangers going forward. Netflix has it now. And we talk about how Nickelodeon destroyed a lot of the Power Ranger franchise in the process of having it.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was our rant we had in there. It was a really long rant, but I'm not going to go into that here. But I will say that I can respect Super Mega Force's attempt to try and fail, but I can't respect Ninja Steel at all. And that's partly because I can't respect Ninja, Ninja at all. However, I will say I have a slight bit more interest. Not interest but amusement after seeing the um strongest anti battle movie thing that came out. Oh, that little mini series. Dude, Marvelous wrecked. Yeah, so bad at I mean, Marvelous Wrecked Ninja read a couple of times and I'm just like, I'm here for it. <laughs> I mean yes. Gokai Gokai is just better than Ninja. Just... No, but like he he didn't recommend like combat, he wrecked him and just like, dude, you're a dumbass. Stop. And that put him in his place for a little bit.
4: I'm still iffy on why they decided, hey, like, we're going to go all these uh, classic Sentai, Sentai uh, Rangers uh, together, and you chose him to be part of the team. Why?
1: We'll get to that when we get to that review, He's, Anthony.
4: Him and to be stand where he stands. where he stands.
1: I, I have my thoughts on why, but we're going to save that for the actual review of that movie, because I do want to review that movie at some point, and Frankie, you should watch it.
2: Mm-hmm. I used out of these podcasts, you guys go on way too many tangents.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we anyway, done, man. Um, Okay, so back to the story stuff, because I wasn't quite done there. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed the villain's story arc in this. The other two things that I want to kind of touch on here, and this will kind of talk more about how the Dino Fury stuff was overall. So the second one is going to be more about the characters, and yeah. we can talk a lot more about characters later, but I do want to say... Izzy is best girl in all of fr- franchise right now. Um, Pretty much. She, she, didn't, she didn't take nobody's crap, first of all. She was a strong, independent character, and she don't need no man. Literally. Literally. Because she, because she, was, <laughs> because she is the first openly LGBTQ um, character to exist in the franchise.
2: No, she's not.
1: Who
3: was the first? Who Trini the
2: first? from the movie. Oh. Trini well, from, well, the, mo-
4: Trini from well, the movie was gay. They didn't really do a good job of, like, showing us that. Because...
2: Well, that movie
1: was terrible. I don't think yeah. I want to count the movie I mean, as, part, right. of, as, as yeah. part of a statement. See,
2: but you said franchise.
0: Okay. <laughs> but the One thing I want to say about Izzy that I think is... Uh, I think it was funny. Um, so in Ryu's soldier, her counterpart was male, which funnily enough, I think this is the first time since, uh, since Power Rangers Wild Force where we have a gender swap of a ranger where the, character, where the Power Rangers character is female even though uh, the Sentai was male. Because uh, in uh, Wild Force, Taylor, the Yellow Ranger was female even though it was a guy in Gow Ranger. But what's funny is that they give an explanation on why her suit doesn't have a skirt. When she first morphs, her suit has a skirt, and then she looks down and be like, what is this? Get this thing off of me! And she rips it off.
2: I remember Which, when that happened.
0: That I heard awesome. people
2: ranting about it.
4: Yeah, we're this serious. Yes. Wait, frankly, a bad bad way?
2: way. Why? They were I don't know, but it's awesome. It's because okay. well, they've never acknowledged it before, so why acknowledge it now? Shut up! <laughs> They're trying to give some explanation. Shut up!
4: Well, so I mean, yeah, what? because I know, and um when Zato's old team was were Rangers, the the Green Ranger of that of that team had a skirt because she was female. And they decided, oh, yeah. well, since, she's, since she's also female, she said, okay, let's give her a skirt too. But she said, I don't I want a skirt, I'll just take it off. And now we need the morphine grid to be like, okay, she's not, she now acknowledges that she does not want a skirt. So we'll just, when she morphs, she doesn't have it.
1: We're giving a lot of personification to the morphine grid in that statement, Anthony. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. Izzy was best girl. Um oh. because the way they portrayed her so something that we see a lot of in pop culture now is you know, we have the relationships out there, but then people focus on like, oh look, they're in love and they're women, they they're kissing their lesbians, haha, whatever. But in this case, Izzy having a girlfriend wasn't a focus point. It was just that's her life, and it's, it didn't like. It's
2: just matter of fact,
1: right? It wasn't like an yeah. expose, like, "Hey, we're trying to be cool and edgy and bringing in like the new pop, like the new thing that you know to be politically correct." Order is more of a no. That's just her character. She's like that. That's who she is. But it's her life.
2: They don't shove it down your throat.
1: Precisely. No. No. She. She's just and there. If, and... It's and in the me, background. That, and to me, that's more organic because the LGBTQ... I'm saying the acronym wrong, and I apologize L- to L- everyone. LGBTQ plus. I can't say it. My, I just my mouth doesn't make those letters. Wh- whatever. Anyway, so they're part of society. They're here. We got to accept them, but we don't have to be like, Pointing them out and like making a big deal out of it. They're here. They're part of us. They, they're not something to be gawked at. They're not something that's like, you know, we got to make a main focus on it. So seeing such a streamlined, organic way to sew her life and kind of say like, oh hey, by the way, here's her. Here's another part of her that makes her interesting. Without making it a big deal. I, I like that a lot. Didn't Legend of Korra yeah, kind of do same. it the same way? Yes, okay. they did. I didn't watch Legend of Korra. I heard about it,
4: but it was kind of yeah. last minute, though. I kind of didn't really like how they. they yeah, didn't it just really kind
1: of happen? No, it. Yeah, there's some, there some build up to it. There's some. Build it, up to it, it, it wasn't. More. I didn't
4: think it was good. I didn't think it was good build up. I I didn't hate the fact they were together. I hate the fact that they didn't do a good job of building up to where
1: I'm like, okay, it, I can accept. It wasn't. It wasn't organic, but it also wasn't yeah, like It, it just kind of happened. Yeah, happen. yeah that's, that's my issue like, but with also, like, also, But also, again, like, that's not a huge problem, but also we're not talking about Cora here, so no. I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, except that, yeah. Frankie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is my <laughs> fault.
0: This is also um, the, um, the first uh, female... Green Ranger, at least in the show. I mean, Sentai technically gave us a female Green Ranger and Key Ranger, but uh, no, yeah, that's I pretty
1: cool. I before that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and the Ninons their movie. Oh yeah, they that's yeah. Green. sorry, I forgot. Is this about really that. the
2: first female Green Ranger
1: in and Power Ranger? Ranger. Yeah. yeah. Oh in my god! god. <laughs> and wow! She's the, and she's the third. And um Sentai, I believe, if I'm counting correctly. Well oh, the, the Ryus uh Reusel Green was okay. No, Nathan said something in Kia Ranger, I think. Oh Q Ranger, right. Yeah, Q Ranger yeah, had a green I think... and then Ninzer was before that, and they had a green add-on ranger for like.
2: Well, wasn't community. she just a repaint it of Ninja, Ninja... Of... Of... Ninja.
0: So you can now officially make yeah. an all- an all-girl Power Rangers dream team with all the colors. Like you have Lauren from Samurai as the Red Ranger. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. you obviously you got a bunch of pink and yellow rangers to choose from. You so, got.
1: Hang on, we got Zen from Pink. We have Zen for the pink.
0: Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren for Samurai uh, yeah. for Red because that's the
2: only female Red. Yeah, Tori for Blue. Um. For uh, now,
0: for we we. I know that we don't like this character but we only got one choice for a sixth ranger and that's Gemma from RPM. Oh, yeah. ranger. I'm okay
1: with that. That's fine. Um, I'm okay with
0: it. I I don't hate her as much as the,
4: I yeah. think rangers. I mean, unless
2: prefer. you count the Nova Ranger.
4: Yeah, or no.
2: Cat
0: Ranger. Um then uh we we have Izzy for green obviously because we don't have any other choice. And then uh we can I mean for yellow it's just I mean, I would pick Lily because she's my favorite Yellow Ranger, but you guys can pick whichever one you guys in that situation. But yeah,
1: On Yellow. I would probably take. Uh... Yellow. Yellow.
0: Hmm. Hmm. hmm.
2: Gia, because she's hot. <laughs> Hands off, buddy. <laughs> oh
3: boy,
0: Tanya! Oh, okay,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> like I said, Lily's my favorite, so I pick her. But uh yeah, well, look, G is the hottest. So okay, okay, <laughs> down boy. Keep your hands to yourself. The point is, <laughs> is, that um, you know, it, you know, Izzy is my favorite uh Dino Fury Ranger. Um, I just because you know, when I'm watching the episodes with her, like, even in the episodes where she doesn't do anything, she just kind of you know, has a lot of personality. Maybe it's just with how great the actress is. Um, yeah. You know, I, I love how, you know, she's very ambitious. You know, she she gets a lot of character episodes. Um, well, she gets a lot of
1: character episodes, but also in the ones where she's not the focus, she doesn't have to be, because her personality is kind of exuding out, like, exactly you can see you can see her she's determined you can see she's a living mm-hmm. sibling to her brother um you can see in certain cases that hey she's a dedicated athlete she takes time to do stuff
0: for her, her school and athletic life and well, she's a little relatable because you can kind of tell mm-hmm. that her like her dad is not exactly okay he's not a terrible dad I'm, i don't want to say that about him but he's Kind of a little too pushy, if you know what I mean. And uh, It's overbearing, yeah.
1: and it makes sense. Yeah. Given, I'm assuming that the mother either passed or left them or something. Because Javi yeah, is, uh, Hobby Hobby, is a stepbrother.
3: Yeah. So, what, what do you think of Izzy,
0: Anthony? Because you haven't said anything about him.
4: Oh, I, I I like her. It's just that like there are some episodes where I'm just like I'm kind of annoyed by her, especially the episode where like she um was doing that race and like was getting on her cousin about something. And I'm just like, you didn't have to like be that upset about it. It, it makes you look entitled
0: and look bratty, but that's just me. But other than that, she's fine. She is in high school, so you can't expect her to be entirely selfless. I mean, yeah,
4: she's hmm. still a teenager. That's the only. She's the only one that's actually in high school because everybody else is an adult. Yeah. Is that
3: true?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because Zay... Zaydo's a... Yeah. Amelia and Javi both work for the news company, and Ollie is Love constantly... Her. Ollie is con- like is constantly helping his mom out with science stuff, so... plus. So-
1: I assumed Javi was just homeschooled.
3: No. I mean, no. not Javi.
1: Uh, Ollie. Sorry. Sorry. Maybe. I mean... I, I assumed it's... he was homeschooled, and I assumed that Emilio was their intern.
0: No, I mean, not an am intern.
1: I, am yes, I just it's, trying it's, it's to force it. the idea that they're high school students because they're young?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean... Izzy looks like she's young enough to be in high school, but...
1: No, she is in high I, school. That's, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I know, but... They, 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 do, they do show Izzy in high school.
0: Yeah. The other ones
4: don't go to high
1: school. You're right. They never go to school together.
3: Wow. No? Okay, I
1: never thought about that. Or noticed that. That's crazy. Okay. So I know
4: in one of the episodes, they go, they, they go, they go to her school. They go, like, they go see her at that right. school.
1: Yes, she walks out with her girlfriend, and... Yeah, they came to get her, but they're not, like, there for school. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mind mm-hmm. blown.
3: Okay, carry on.
0: Uh... Okay, so we just talked about Izzy. Let's uh, move on to another character. Uh, Let's talk about Zaito. I-, I was going to pick one at random, but Zaito was fine. That was a uh, random pick. Zaito was red uh, for, the, for um, the people back home. Uh, you know, I was telling Anthony this earlier. Um, Zaito is awesome. I'm just going to say that. Um, I don't want to put him in my top ten rangers just yet because you know this because I mean th- we still have a second season to go through. But he's definitely in my top fifteen and I've he's really fighting hard to get into the top ten. And I wanna say he's the best uh red ranger I've seen since probably Casey from uh from Jungle Fury. Um
1: just, I, I would say so, I would say yes, with the caveat that I also think that Tyler from Dinosaurs is a good read.
0: I like Tyler. I, I don't want to I And I even told Anthony this. I, li- I like Tyler, but I, I don't know if I would put him in my top ten. Like, with, with Casey, you know, I mean, he's, a, he's in my top five, actually. But, uh, yeah. but with Zato, he really is making a statement on, like, being in the top ten because, you know... We, these past couple of seasons, we've had Red Rangers that all it's like this rookie Red Ranger all over again, like fish out of water, and they just have this happy go lucky, gung ho personality. Or in the case of Troy, just terrible actor personality, yeah. Um, Troy, Troy, uh, Jaden, all
4: of them just just stone. Jaden and Troy were not
1: good characters, they had no personality. Tyler had great personality, but I think he just needed better story writing. Um, Brody Brody was boring. Yeah. Um, Even with the the Long Lost Brother thing, that just felt kind of weird when he did find his brother. He had a good
4: story set up for him, but they messed
1: up and they didn't fall through. Because him and his brother could have been a great story, but they've screwed it up because yes, it just... So, okay, he finds out that the gold is his brother, but it's not, like, some great journey. It's just episode seven or whatever. I don't know what episode number it was, but he's like, wait, you're my brother. What's up, bro? Long time no talk, Hug. And that's it. There's no, like, nothing else happens after that in regards to that until the father comes out.
4: This man was a prisoner on an alien spaceship for ten years. He yeah. did not hold any resentment, any trust issues, like, oh, I want to be around people or nothing. He was just, oh,
0: I'm, I'm cool, whatever. I'm back. I'm cool. Yeah. Bye. But now, I need to see more of Beast Morphers in order for me to have an opinion on Devin, although I did watch Devin, the first couple of Devin episodes. Devin was
1: cool. The thing, the thing with but Devin... But he didn't have though. much going
4: on for him besides the whole thing with his dad and, like, video games. Exactly. That, was it. that was literally his character. I mean,
1: if you ask me to explain Devin to you, Nate... Devin is a Red Ranger who loves muscle, martial arts and he's an avid video gamer. That's okay. it. Okay, I guess that's, that's
0: fine. But And his dad's
4: the mayor.
1: His dad's the mayor and, his his dad's dad's the mayor, mayor, and he has a very... The rest stuff he has with his with his dad, it's not quite the same as what Wes had with his dad in Time Force. But there's a lot of strain just like how Wes and his dad had. But it wasn't the same
0: strain, if that makes yeah. sense. Right. He, what
4: is, I, I love about, about, like, yeah, about
0: Zato is that Zato is everything that Jaden should have been in Samurai. You know, he like he's not just the leader and he's not just um you know the red. He acts as a mentor to the other rangers. You know, he has all this wisdom and you know experience from the fight millions of years ago. Literally in like the second episode he's teaching uh, Ollie and Amelia how to morph. He comes off as wise. He's a genuinely wise person, and you know, instead of, uh, you know, instead of, uh, you know, Jaden, who just, you know, spews all this like empty platitude like, come on guys! You know, teamwork! Blah, blah, blah! You know, um... <laughs> sorry. That came out that really weird. Um, that hurt.
4: We can do this together while Tom's oh, seriously shit. doing things on his own.
0: <laughs> like, you know, with Zato, his actor is also really good, but I but I just feel like he really does a good job at like not only being a leader, but also being an effective mentor. And I just feel like he's everything that Jaden should have been in Samuel. At least in my opinion.
3: What'd you say, Anthony? Mm-hmm.
4: Oh no! I was, no, was going to say was that um, yeah, like Zato has has his goofy moments too, but you don't actually like it's it's not bad because he's like okay, well he has his moments, but he can't be goofy at times, but he but that never like
0: stops him from being like a good leader. I mean, he has goofy moments, like when he like like for example, there's an episode where um where they try to ask a psychic woman, uh, where they a psychic woman where a is, and then Ollie, because he's kind of a skeptic dude, tries to be like, hey, did you know that Amelia and I are in love, just to kind of catch it in an act? It's obviously a it's obviously like a, a bluff to like expose the psychic. And Zado's like, hey, I didn't know you two were together and you're just like, dude, come on. But but it's, but it's fine, you know. It's, it's fine. I mean, he's a fish out of water, but it's fish out of water jokes that work fine. You know, it's like, it's like Asuka from, uh, you know, um, Abba Ranger, Abbar Black. Like, I really feel that, like, there's a way to do a fish out of water story in a way that's not so, like, like, get it, <laughs> he's got from this time period, so he doesn't know that that's not appropriate. <laughs> but, uh, and they don't do that with, uh, they don't do that, with, they don't hammer that with Zato. You know what I mean?
1: Nathan's voicing when he gets yeah. into another character is hilarious. Very. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I just had to say that, but carry on. Um, that's all I had to say, that's it. So, Zato is a good character and on the other side of it, he's flawed, right? Like, he's not some perfect red where, you know, you talk about him being a mentor, you talk about him um, being a great leader, et cetera. He's all those things, most definitely. He has the wisdom and all that. But he's flawed in that he has this secret he's been carrying around for most of the season about the real origin of the Sporix. And that doesn't come out into what actually happened with the Sporix. Until Ion comes around and says, "Like, oh yeah, by the way, he he kind of screwed us." So that adds another layer of character to him that just doesn't exist in the past six or seven Reds or whatever. Um, so I think that he has a lot going for that because, you know, for one episode, he's not even the leader anymore. He gave that up to Ion. And he's just a regular member of the team and Ion's the leader because Ion said well look, you betrayed us by not telling us the whole thing about the sports. Um, So you, you are not fit to be the re- uh, leader. I am fit to be the leader because I know more about these things than they do. So if it's a choice between me and them I'll be the re- leader and you just stay in the background now. But but it Ion, didn't last long but it's,
4: it's fine
1: it didn't last long but it didn't need to the point was made, right? Like that he is flawed. Yeah. He has something to work out and he had to kind of figure it out on his own, right? Like he didn't just say, Oh, well I'm not leader. So whatever he, he went off and he was like, I should to be leader. I, it's my job. I was given this, but I I, I messed up. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done what I did and I have to pay the price now. And this is the price I'm paying. So he, He goes through all the different stages of acceptance to come to the realization that, okay, I made the mistake, it happened, but now I have to deal with it and do better. And he does. He comes out stronger at the end.
3: Yep. Hmm. So
1: I think Saito is good. I don't know. I'm not going to say if he's in my top 10 or top 15 or whatever just yet, because I want season two to finish it off. Mm-hmm. so yeah those are my thoughts on red um i don't know if you want to add anything else anthony
4: uh there are a couple times where i like i'm really like liking his character like with the second episode he's <laughs> he's very like he has like i said he has his funny um moments where like the, the episode where they were he we was teaching him how to morph and stuff when they actually got the morph right he's like he's looking over he's like oh smooth y'all did a good, did a good job He's very knowledgeable.
1: He's like, you know. Well, I mean, he was trained to be a knight. He had to go through the training to do all this correctly. So he learned to teach by being the student for so long and becoming the master by the end.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So it's really cool to see him doing that. And it's also really cool to me to actually have the Rangers be like, how do I morph? How does this work? because it bugs me sometimes right. when they just know off the bat like yeah. dinosaur, you know it's like they know the call they know the entire stance they know everything they have to do and there's no question asked it's not like you know like Zordon told yeah. the original team you know call out your dinosaur name and you'll morph and they did it
0: and it worked
1: there's only been a couple
0: of times where they've done that like with Ninja Storm, with them wondering how to do the morph in the first episode. Well, Anders yeah. talked to him as well in In Space. He said, Look,
1: here's. You press 335 and you're the Space Rangers. Well, to be fair,
4: they, they well, did actually, that in, in, in Space. That episode, I think he just gave them the morph for them and just like, let let, like,
0: just uh, rocket. But I guess they must figure out how to do it. Well, they kind of did it in that one episode of In Space when TJ lost his memory, and he's like, okay, how do I do this? I open this thing up, but I press, like, three, three, five, activate? And then, yeah. You know? yeah. The only time I, I remember that happening in Sentai uh, was in Jetman. I don't want to spoil that, though, because we're going to be reviewing that on Toku's Secret soon. But I, there, there is a point where, uh, in the early episodes, they, the rangers are wondering how to transform. Mm-hmm it's just annoying how, like, you know, uh, you know, I was once watching, uh, an episode of Time Force with, um, with my, uh, with my girlfriend. Uh, we were watching the first episode. <laughs> well, second episode, technically. And, like, uh, you know, we get to the point where, like, they all morph and how, now, that, now, everyone except Wes makes sense, because they tried to use the chronomorphers before already. Plus, you could argue that maybe they saw Alex do it. But, uh, Wes just all of a sudden knows what to do, and, like, she was looking at me, and she's like, uh, how does the red one know what to do all of a sudden? So, you know yeah. what I mean? So, but that, but that's just, um, but that's just, uh, you know, minor point. Zato's awesome. Yeah. Alright, pick um, a name
3: on the
4: Wait, is- isn't it Zato's password... No. Isn't it Zato's password for his, like, uh, control frequency? Wasn't that Zato's awesome or Zato's cool or something? Yeah. It was awesome.
1: That says override yeah, yeah. to take control from, uh, uh... Crap, what's the name of the dinosaur?
3: Peter so long yeah.
1: Solon. So Solon, there you go. Thank you. Alright. Um, yeah, that's just to, to take it over from Solon. If Solon's not available, he can just call in the override command. <laughs> Yeah. Which is a really good utility because um typically when the other is called their Zords, it's like we need dinosaur power now, or we need whatever Zords and it's they appear and you're always wondering in some cases, like how do the Zords know? Like there's that mystery sometimes, but in this case, like, okay, so Solon controls them. When Solon's not available, Zeto can just take control and do it
0: himself. Mm-hmm. That's a nice detail. One way out. Let's do uh, Ollie next. The Blue Ranger. Okay. Um, you know, I like Ollie. Um, I, uh, first of all, I love his relationship with his mom. And his mom is awesome. That threat that she makes to Void Night yeah. in the last episode, that was, that, was, that was an awesome mom moment. Oh, yeah. By the way, haven't you noticed that this is the second season in the has in the has like we're only in the second season of the Hasbro era. both episode both Hasbro era seasons have the Blue Rangers mom as a prominent character because wasn't the Commander and Beastmorphers uh, Robbie's mother? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, that was just a minor point, but uh, but anyway, you know, um, I think. First of all, um, you know, I think Robbie is, I mean, you know, he's the smart guy, you know, he, uh, I, I would probably say that, um, he hasn't done as much. Like, you know, there's an episode where he's a little too dependent on technology, but we see that, you know, he's very effective in, you know, coming up with like, you know, creative ways on how to like, you know, work, you know, kind of thinking outside of the box. Um, you know, I definitely like that. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about this more when we get to Amelia, but I get the vibe that they might actually have a thing going because, you know, they're the perfect people to work off each other because, like, he's, uh, obsessed with ghosts and he's like a scientific dude. So they really work off each other pretty good. Um, no, go ahead, go
4: ahead. What i was about to say was that like what? the whole thing with like ghosts, it it kind of bothers me because I mean like it's been pretty much shown throughout the throughout the entire Ranger continuity that ghosts do exist in Power Rangers. Is just all for some reason doesn't believe in them. I'm like so, you can believe in all of this stuff of Power Rangers and whatnot, but the fact that ghosts exist—that that, that's your that's your that's your that's that's the that, redraw line.
1: Hey Anthony your mic's oh, acting up a bit.
4: Oh, it is. Oh,
3: oh. Sorry all, guys. While Anthony is uh, fixing that. Um Yeah, you know, Ollie
0: uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what much else to say. I mean, he um
1: So, so he's I He's a pretty I standard wanna talk, character. I want to talk about Ollie real quick cuz I didn't like him as much as others might have. Up. Anthony's Anthony. mic is still broken. Hey. I'll be Anthony for the rest of the video. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff, Frankie. Thanks, man. Oh, my God.
0: God. That's worse. Sorry about these technical difficulties,
3: everybody. Song's
1: coming out of the microphone's asshole. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so... What I was going to say is that Ollie, for me, he wasn't a great character. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I liked his relationship with his mom. You sound better, Anthony. Good job.
4: Okay, good. I had um, to, like, call, like, leave the call and then come back.
1: Yeah. Um, so, he definitely had some good points. Like, he was smart. He was a tech wizard. Um, what I didn't like was his arrogance at times.
0: I can, I can, I can relate to that. Um, because like in the episode where,
1: um, he wants to go out his new computer and all that stuff. Like he goes in out of his way to buy his mom a new computer without really thinking the consequences or anything. And he screws Javi because Javi is trying to interview somebody that knows more about the lightning storms that are going on. And, Ollie's supposed to be talking to him, but instead he's so fixated on the computer and the uh, tech and everything that he's just like... Yeah. That did
4: annoy me too. I'm not going to lie to you. That was yeah. really
1: annoying. Like his... It, it, it wasn't a good trait for him. And I didn't like him for it. Um, also, whenever Izzy is doing her episode about the electronics uh, class, um, Ollie... Ollie is like really condescending towards her. And it's like, this is really easy. I don't know why you're having a hard time. Oh, you yeah, know, he, he, they were in class together, weren't they?
0: No, it's just, um, like, or you just know about it. In that episode, um, they were, you know, putting bombs all over the place. And, uh, Ollie, just because he's kind of a tech dude, uh, um, just kind of quickly caught on to how the bomb would be disarmed. So that oh, was no, it. no, I
1: meant I meant whenever Ollie was teaching her, I thought he might have been in class with her. No, that makes sense. He's just an expert, so he was no, no, no. He was, her. Her. he was just helping her because yeah. I think
4: he was she was like failing a class or whatever, and he yeah, decided yeah, yeah, to like, yeah. like tutor her or something.
1: No, That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, anyway, ignore that. Um, but no, I, I, he was just so condescending about it. I mean, look, he he might be older. He might have more experience working with electronics and circuitry, but coming from somebody who for t- 14 plus years has worked in and around electronics and circuit design and the stuff that she was doing in that episode, which by the way, the concepts that they brought up in that episode are not just voodoo, crap, magic stuff. Those are real things that engineers do use in electrical engineering. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And those are concepts that you know, they're they're after going through it and understanding them, they're straightforward, but in the moment of learning them, they're pretty damn hard to understand when you're first starting out. So it's it's kind of grating to see somebody who knows this stuff so well, like he does just be so condescending, like, Oh no, this is easy. You don't have to worry about it. And I don't know where you're failing, God, you're so stupid because I get that when you're an expert, you can just kind of feel like it's easy, but it's almost as if he never struggled to learn to begin with. And that bugged me because nobody's a super expert at this kind of stuff from yeah. before. these, those aren't concepts that you just innately know. I mean, okay, you can know, like, math is something you gonna kind of pick up easily in the beginning, like, when you're doing it. But this stuff that he was doing, that's not easy stuff.
0: Yeah, I can kind of, so, you know, get on that. I mean, I used to, you know, the more that you think about it, I mean, to give an example, you know, I just finished, you know, my um, you know, my school and, you know, we were working on, you know, there were a lot of people within my grade where, you know, maybe I caught on to, uh, using some of the tech that we use, but not everybody did. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, you know, but I understood that, you know, sometimes not everybody can, uh, you know, get that stuff and I'm not going to be a condescending jerk. And yeah, so I can, I can say, looking at it from that perspective, I can see why you wouldn't like Ollie.
1: And then, like, the other thing, the reason it also kind of grates on me is that Rangers is kind of like a way to teach kids, you know, good and bad. It always has been. Like, when we grew up, Mighty Morphin was there to kind of be a role model to us. And having a role model like Ollie, who's still condescending, like, oh, this is easy, that's just reinforcing the kids that it's okay that if you're kind of smart, to be
0: a jerk to others who aren't smart. Yeah, and it doesn't help how... There's hard, like maybe in the episode where he ignores Javi and tries to win that laptop for his mom, they do kind of portray him as being wrong. But in the bomb episode, they're trying to portray him as being like a really helpful dude that Izzy should look up to. Like they're not portraying him in a negative light, and that's kind of no Well they're yeah. not
1: they're not portraying him in a negative light, but he does do a lot of negative in that episode.
0: Yeah, I know, but, but at least when he was doing the annoying thing in yeah. the, um, in the, uh, in the uh, Storm episode, the, even, like, the show wants you to not like him to do that.
1: Exactly. Like, they clearly
0: yeah. want you to think that he's a good person in that bomb episode, even though he clearly isn't. Yeah. So, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and no, I get it. Um, but no, so I think Ollie, he's not a bad blue. But he's not a great blue because if you look at if you look at um Billy or ethan um who are also blue tech guys, they weren't condescending, they weren't arrogant, they were focused, and they were always willing to do the right thing at the right time to use their skills
4: and like the only time I think Ethan was condescending was was literally with a bully who was messing with him, so that's that was actually. Kind of like cool on his on their part to say, "Hey, like he can't have moments where he does talk trash." Yeah, but I mean we will talk trash yeah. again.
1: Exactly, I'm okay with that. So that's my thoughts on Ollie. I don't know if you'll want to say anything more on him, but that's kind of my piece. Hmm.
0: Well, we got three more Rangers to talk about. Uh, unless Anthony has something else he wants to say. All right, Javi next. I don't know if I see... Oh, I honestly did, did not. Yeah, actually like, I actually I like Ollie.
4: I did not have an issue with him. Like, like, you know, I like the fact that he was kind of a smart ass. And, um, I like relationship with his mom. Um, and I like the fact that he has good ideas, but the Rangers keep shooting him down for it. And it's like, especially in the that, second episode, that really irritated me was the fact me that. I'm like, oh, like, oh, we have the, the, the tracker for the uh, sports. Let's use this and combine it with our technology so we can actually trick these things faster. And they're like, no, let's not do that. Why? <laughs> it makes your job so much easier.
1: So there's that. And the other way, yeah, I, I didn't like how they treated him in that episode. But then the yeah, one that, that really kind know. of bugged me was the camping episode when yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
1: he has all this cool tech. I mean, cool in the sense that it's cutting edge and it's fancy and he is trying to cannibalize it to make a way back to help and they just suit him down like no you screw you we don't want to do this it's not
4: about technology we're camping no technology like bro Like, you can still have some tech in camping it's not I that mean, bad
1: so on one hand that was a lot of tech to bring camping but on the other yeah. hand it was good timing and good placement to have that tech there so they could do what he did. Mm-hmm. So I can see both ways that yeah, he did bring too much equipment for our camping trip, but that's his life. He's a tech addict. He loves tech. He's going to bring all this tech stuff out to, you know, live and do his thing. So if he has the tech with him and he's like, Oh wait, by the way, guys, you don't have to walk five miles to get back to an area where you can teleport from. Let me just build a thing to shoot the thing down. Hear him out at least. Yeah. Great.
4: Thank you. And can we say yes I'm glad we finally got teleporting back? Because <laughs> he's been absent for the longest time.
1: <laughs> when was the last time we were teleporting? In space. Shoot. Uh, it was definitely in space. <laughs> no,
3: it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it was
2: in space the last time. SPD. SPD did not. They no. had vehicles and stuff.
4: They they had They had, vehicle, they had vehicles to drive, to drive with.
2: Wow. Wow, you might be right.
3: Hmm.
0: All right, carry on. Let's talk about Javi next. Yep. Um. Javi is just there for me. Um, now there is one thing I should mention. Um, apparently, um, I forgot to mention this. Uh, apparently, Izzy uh, calls their father. Um, so they, their father is a recurring character. Apparently, she calls him her st- his her stepfather. So I guess that's her stepbrother. So I guess like he's the biological son of their father or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then that kind of begs the question. But like
4: he's like, like he's hobby he's hobbies he's dad. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. He's probably he's not my least favorite. We'll get to my least favorite in a second. Well, in a little bit. Um, uh, he's just boring to me. I mean, I guess I like you know that he's trying to pursue like a career in music, and I you know I think that. And, you know, he kind of has to deal with, like, a dad who's kind of overbearing and everything, but I think the whole story of, um, the story of, like, Ranger having to deal with an overbearing father, I think Izzy is getting more of that focus and Javi is just kind of left in the dark. Um,
1: Yeah, that's definitely a problem. I mean, I love Izzy. Izzy's my girl, but... Javi did suffer as a character because of Izzy kind of overbearing on overshadowing him a, a lot. Yeah. Because honestly, I think Javi could be a great Ranger. I mean, he has a lot of cool things that they could do with him. But I think they focused a lot on Izzy, rightly so. But also, they sort of given him more focus episodes as well. I mean, they, he had focus in the Christmas episode. And he had focus with the music stuff, but that wasn't a lot of focus, to be honest. I mean, compared to the others who had more focus, he didn't really get a lot. Hmm.
3: Well, what do you think, Anthony?
4: Like, like you said, he's just kind of just there. Like, I mean, sure, he has the whole thing with him, like music, but then, like. That's really it all that is, is to him, you know. Like, I'm sure there was that one episode where he thought that his sister liked some guy, but they turned out to be me wrong. But I mean, it, there's nothing much to him. I can really, I can't really say anything. Like, I mean, there's another episode where he was like upset because his dad, like, you know, took his like his his musical instrument away, even though know, he paid for it with his own money. I'm still mad at him for that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a dick move. Because apparently, um, from what I heard, that uh, at one point, the dad who was the who was like kind of this warden at like this at I guess a park or whatever. He was supposed to be a cop. That's why he's he, they kind of portray him kind of like a cop like manner. But then that, but then the whole controversy was on with cops, and now they changed it to like, oh, he's not a cop anymore. He's
3: a warden. So.
4: Just spoof the thought. I guess y'all wonder why he's like around a lot. I think he's trying to like have this authority, but he doesn't really have authority, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on him, because I don't have much to say about him. Yeah, the, the Hobby is not someone that we can really talk about that much, because he doesn't do that much.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Do we want to move on to the next character, Nate?
0: Yeah. Let's do Amelia next, Pink. Okay. Uh, yep. Amelia is interesting. Uh, first of all, um, she has a really weird backstory that I really hope gets um, gets addressed more in season two. So she lives with her grandpa um, who she calls uh, Pop Pop, which is cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Apparently, there's one episode where she meets her grandpa as the Pink Ranger. Um, like she's morphed, and you know, secret identities, blah blah blah. Um, and he reveals to her that her parents just disappeared through like unexplained circumstances. Now, what's weird is that that episode doesn't end with her um wondering what happened to her parents which I think sucks, but <clears throat> uh, with that being said, I still think, um, I still think that uh, it, I still think that she has an interesting backstory that I would love to see addressed more. Uh, and yeah, that uh, as far as the character is, I mean, she's awesome. I mean, she's very pretty for, for, uh, Um, for the record Uh, and yeah I like like her whole story of being like a paranormal enthusiast and uh, yeah there's not much else I just think she's awesome so
1: so I'm gonna throw my comments here real quick Um, first regarding her family and her pop-up and the paranormal stuff because it's all really well tied together actually and mm-hmm. it might be a detail that you missed, Nate, but um, the reason she's so into the paranormal is that she's looking for a way to explain her parents' disappearance. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I think, I, I don't think it's that she's not curious about what they are. I think she's super curious and the grandfather's trying to keep her from exploring the paranormal as much because there's something there that he doesn't want her to find. But she's definitely interested. It just she hasn't figured it out yet. Um so that's the first part of her that I want to touch on a little bit. The second, um I get a huge Zoe vibe from her and
3: I love it. What do, like,
1: do, do you Like so, DLC? Are, are
4: you think so? Uh,
1: yeah. Not really. I, I get a Zoe vibe. It's like She's energetic. um, She's um, a go-getter. She's determined. And she's happy. And I think those are all kind of qualities that Zoe had in Beast Morphers. And I liked it. I liked that character a lot in Beast Morphers. I think... Amelia is an equally great character for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. The the difference is that Zoe was more into proving her worth because she was just a laundry girl, and she had to become a Yellow Ranger. But Amelia's more into the paranormal and trying to find her family. So that's where her focus is right now, just in the entirety of the thing, while being a ranger, and she finds that really cool. Like, they both are really nerding up about the fact that they get to be rangers.
0: Well, I, I need to see more of uh, I need to see more of Beast Morphers before I can comment on that. But oh, you haven't seen Beast Morphers? Is, I forget that. If that's the case, then that is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Zoe's an amazing character, and I see a lot of parallels between the two of them.
3: Uh, what do you think, Anthony?
4: Oh, I, I like I really like her character. Um, the one thing that really stood out about her is the fact that like she acknowledges power just existed before before she became a ranger. That's what I like, and you know the fact that she was excited about like Donald getting powers, but also possibly in a sword, which you know of course yeah. comes with the job. Um, yeah. I think in the episode where she was dealing with like her bad look was actually one of her best episodes. Because, like, yeah. you know, she was literally down herself because, like, oh, maybe I'm not fit to be a power ranger because I broke my morpher, you know. But she pulled through.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, um...
0: Anybody else? Character. Absolutely. <laughs> Ion, the Gold Ranger. Now, first of all, um, one positive thing about Ion, uh, he is the first African-American Sixth Ranger, which means that we can officially also make an all-African-American Dream Team of Power Mm -hmm. Rangers. So, um, you know, we uh, for Red, you know, you can pick uh, between Jack, uh, uh, TJ, or, um, Devin. Um, i go with TJ, just because TJ is TJ. You can um, also with Zyta as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Blue, I would go with, uh, I think Ethan is the only option we got for Dino, th- uh, from Dino Thunder. Um, yeah, Ethan. Plus, Ethan's awesome. Uh, For Black, let's just go with Zach because, you know, he was the OG. Plus, he was pretty awesome. Uh, For Yellow, I... I can't choose between Tanya and Katie, but I love Katie, so I'm gonna go with uh, Katie from Time Force. Uh, For Pink, we only got one option. We have to go with Shelby from Dino Charge. And then there's Ion. So, that is one positive thing. Um... But as smart as Ion is as a
3: character, I do not... Okay, first of all,
0: his voice is annoying. Like, he sounds like he is trying way too hard to put on an accent. Like, I can't Uh even tell what he's saying half the time. Like, whatever he's calling a Zord, or or, you know, uh, or just in the roll call, it's always like, or something like that which is
4: most just most, of <laughs> most of
0: like uh like there's power ranger, ranger characters that are kind of annoying like 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 at least with some rangers that have like weird accents like with you know like and i i don't want to i don't want to say this cuz i don't want to be i'm not trying to be offensive here but it's like you know with um you know uh like Carlos had a really heavy Latino accent in Turbo and in space, but that's just his voice. Okay, you know, he yeah. can't help that. Same thing with um that guy, the Black Ranger from Wild Force, I can't remember his name. Cue the whole Who's Danny? Danny? Who Q the whole that. Who's Danny joke here? Um, <laughs> again, that's just <laughs> his natural voice. I can't I can't blame him for that, but with Ion, it sounds like, I don't think that that's his natural voice when he's, when he's talking, when he's calling out those attacks. It sounds like he is trying way too hard to put it on, and it just sounds yeah. stupid. So, just want to get that out of the way. Yeah.
4: his, his, I think his ADR needs some work.
1: Um, I don't know if it's ADR. I think it's him actually trying to have an accent when he doesn't really have it. I
3: mean, I, I guess, guess it sounded.
4: Uh, he... The actor just The actor just is not doing it for me. I'm sorry. I just can't really like. I can't explain it. He's just not. I don't think the he's one only... that's not
1: doing it for you. I don't
4: think he... Yeah, he's just not. A... I don't think he's a really good actor. To be honest with you. Like not to, not to not to, like down talking whatever, but it's just he's not giving me much emotion, you
1: know what I'm saying? Well, so it's not it's not just that this the character as he's written isn't good either to me. And part of it um
3: has to do with he's
1: kind of a self obsessed jackass. Mm-hmm. So he was quick to really say, okay, so he's right. He's right to call out, uh, Zaito on what happened on Rafcon. That's, that's cool. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. But to immediately go with, I'm the leader now. I mean, I get why he did it. I explained why he did it earlier when we talked about Zaito and it's justified, but you got to have an ego to do that as well. And he has a huge ego there and it gets worse. When he is starting to go out and about with the Rangers, like, wait, they want us to come to this because we're going to get a thing. Oh, we get. He wants to sewboat a lot. He's all about the lore. He's all about the sew boating. He wants to sew off that you know, they're they're Rangers and he wants to flex that that's cool or whatever. And I don't like that. Neither do I. Um, he he mm. likes to flex every opportunity he gets. Um, and honestly, he doesn't. He doesn't evolve as a character ever. He doesn't... Like, the, the Ion you get in the first episode he appears, and the Ion at the end of the Christmas episode, zero change to him. There's nothing that ever changes about him.
3: I mean, to Forever, be fair...
0: The, to be fair, he comes into the show very late. Like, there's 22 episodes. 21 if you don't count the uh, Christmas episode. And he comes in in episode 15. Um... But like so that's uh,
2: late for a new Six Ranger debut. Yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, it
1: used to be around That, that used, NBL, that used to be
2: the normal, but now it's like episode nine they start showing up.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, his debut
0: is like just horrible. Like, it's like there's no buildup or anything. Like, it's just like something pops up out of the river, and then in the next scene when the rangers are battling a monster, this gold ranger just comes out of nowhere. Like He comes out of nowhere, he doesn't go
1: with them, and then he just appears in a command center like the next episode at the beginning. Yeah. With no time for the rangers to be like, I wonder who that was and for sight, to not even say anything. It's just terrible. It wasn't handled well. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. If I were to give a fault to Dino Fury, this would be one of the prime ones I would give. Yeah, I agree. Because um, to me, he's arrogant, he's a sowboat, and so far, he has had no redeemable character qualities that I like. What do y'all
4: think? Yeah.
3: I honestly am yeah, not
4: be really with with eye on right now. Like At first, when he was like, come on to the scene, he calls it all on his B.S., that actually, that actually was good. But then later on, just like he just seems too shy. And you wouldn't pick up from a sixth ranger this early. Like, come on. Like, you were supposed to be like, you know, the cool, you know, the cool sixth ranger that, that comes in and like, you know, helps everybody else see the
1: world, blah, blah, blah. But And see, like, part of the, what you... Part of the interesting thing here is that you, you could and call a parallel between Zaito and um Ion and Andres and Zane in that they both lost their teams and they have to they have a new team now. Uh Ion was missing for all that time. Zane was missing for all that time. And you know, Zane was in the pod, but Ion was in the lake. So there's a lot of parallels you can draw there, but where the parallels end is Ion's character. Like, yeah. Zane, Zane's... He's not humble. I mean, you know, Zane's a great character, but he's also... You know, he, he likes adventure, he likes um, a little bit of soboating, but he's not to the same degree as Ion ever was. Right. You, I mean, what, what do y'all think? Is that, is that a fair assessment?
3: Yeah, I think so.
1: No, that's very fair. So I mean, and you know, when, I between... when he first came out, I thought, okay, cool, we're gonna get a Zane Andrews kind of thing, but it failed.
3: And it's like the
4: what the they could have really would have done, what actually would have been like very interesting, was to have uh, him and Zito actually have beef by the first few episodes. Like, like, it's straight up, like, it's if not, if not, you know, settled in, in, like, the first episode, he's like, teaming up with them. No, he's like, no, I still don't forgive you for what you did, and I'm, I'm leaving Bounce, and this leaves, and just does his own thing for a while. hmm But for some apparent reason, the writer's just like, we can't have Rangers become conflicted with each other more than one episode. I'm just like, why? That we, like, Ranger teams don't always have to be all buddy-buddy all the time. You can have conflict yeah, sometimes. You don't have to be like, "Oh, we'll do one episode." Yeah. Hmm.
1: There could have been a lot of things they could have done with his character. Like they could have, they could have kept him separate for like a whole episode or two. Let him kind of maturity mis- yeah. appear here and there, kind of taunt them. Um, whatever. But no, he just appeared because again, he wants to flex. He wants to sobot. So he wants to prove. Oh, I know where they're hiding. I'm going to go to their base right now. Hey, guys, what's up? I'm here. Zaito, you, you're fired. I'm the new leader. Okay, thanks. Bye.
4: And it's like, dude, like, you, you would think that the guy that was, that was telling Zeto, hey, like maybe, like, maybe this is a good idea, he would be more cautious about doing so. But he's not. He's the exact opposite. How are you going to tell somebody else to be cautious about doing uh, an idea when, you, when you, you, you clearly can't do it yourself?
3: Yeah, he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Nathan, so why? Oh, yeah. You say something, Riz? I was going to say, do you want to add anything else? No, I just, uh, I, uh, I just hope that Ion can redeem himself in season two. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and
1: right if you're, oh, sorry.
0: if you're listening to this uh Jordan fight, which uh which um you're probably not that's his actor's name, by the way. Um Dude, I'm sure you're a nice guy and you're being a decent actor, like we don't hold anything against you with what's written in the script, but dude just be yourself. Stop with the accent, please.
2: Yeah, that's all I have to say. You know, accents remind me of Eminem's album Relapse, and I don't want to remember that. Don't
0: do this. To oh my me. god! Yeah, get out, Frankie. <laughs> I'm just saying. So there's um a couple of things that I uh, also want to talk about. Uh, just you know, we've talked about the characters and villain dynamics. Um, now. Uh, There's a couple of other concepts. Uh, We'll talk about a few more concepts uh, before we wrap this video up. Um, The big thing is that this show gives a lot of personality to the Morphing Grid. Because, uh, you know, they create this concept of the Morphin Masters. And apparently, the Morphin Masters created the Dino Fury Morphers. Well, one thing that uh, stuck out to me is that... Ah, uh, there's an episode where the villains are going after the prism that uh, that gave the Ninja Steel Rangers their powers, and they oh, actually, prism. yeah. Um, and uh, Mick actually makes a cameo. Uh, Mick from a uh, Ninja Steel, played by Kelson Henderson, and apparently it's revealed that the Morphin Masters also created um the prism as well as the Dino Fury Morphers. And that really stuck mm-hmm. out to me, because it's like, if they created the thing that gave the Dino Fury Rangers their powers, and they also created the Ninja Prism, what other things might these people have created? Now, I don't think we could say that they created the power coins, because it's been revealed that Ninja created those. So, I, So I don't no, know if you could say so- that.
1: So here's a here's a fan theory I'm gonna throw at you for that one because I've given it some thought. Yeah. Um I think the morphing grid is the morphing master is manifested.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, okay. Let me restate that because I said that wrong. The morphing grid is an entity, and the morphing masters is the manifestation of the morphing grid energy. And okay my thought process is that um Ninzor specifically might have been a student of one of the morphing masters and Mm -hmm. he learned the trade of the morphing a grid and created the power coins from that and then later on created the ninjas powers from that now in the other cases... Um,
0: like, maybe... Uh, we'll, let's think uh, the Zeo Crystals. I, I
1: think the Zeo uh, Crystals is, a, is something that the Morphing Masters created. Um, and just kind of put into the world. But... I know that there's a comic that goes into more detail on the Zeo Crystals. Mm-hmm. But I yes, haven't read it um,
4: yet. That would be Muddy Morphin, which is... Um which is, like, in M- NPR M- 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 uh, comic series are doing.
1: Yeah. I know there's a huge expose on, like, how does Zeo Crystals came to be and all that, but I'm not too uh, familiar with the storyline just yet.
0: Some other things, uh, maybe they created... Uh, let me think. Uh, maybe they created the Quasar Sabers um, the in Los Angeles.
1: The Quasar and Dino Thunder... I think they, they did the,
4: the they it.
1: I think they also provided the access for the Astro or the Turbo Keys, and the lightspeed Rescue powers to be created.
2: But did they create the energems?
1: Yes, Probably.
2: that's a
0: confirmed thing. And maybe the power discs from Ninja Storm.
1: I don't know. I don't know if they created a disc itself. But yeah, I could see that being a possibility. Well, I thought, didn't Cam
0: make those? I thought Cam Cam made those. Well, we need storm because it's like on one hand, you think that Cam made those things, but on the other hand, like those discs were used to open up that thing that unlocked that ancient weapon the lightning rift blaster, so So were the power disks like an ancient thing or something? I mean... No, I
1: think... So, if you ask that question, and you also have to ask, how did Lightspeed make the Lightspeed Morphers?
2: Well, Lightspeed was a military-funded thing. Right.
4: Yeah. so.
1: So I think... I think what happened is... A lot of these... You can divide the range of powers through all the seasons into two categories. The first category are powers that are created directly by the Morphing Masters. So, for example... The Power uh, Coins, the O-Crystal. The well, no, not the Power Coins. That was created by Ninzor, who I'm thinking is a student of them. Um, but, like, the stuff... Like, the uh, Nexus Prism, for example. The Dino Fury powers, etc. Those kind of things that we... There's not a clear answer to it, it's more mystical feeling. But then when you look at uh, SPD, Time Force, um, Lightspeed Rescue, and maybe the Space Rangers, I think those are more here's scientists and here's people who have studied the morphing grid from a science perspective, and they've created something to harness the energy into these powers. I think these are two different categories better, of how the powers are manifested.
4: Do you think maybe the morph mass kind of, like, led the, the scientists and people correct for create the technological versions of the powers? Think I think so. Like, let them make stuff like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know, oh,
1: one right direction. Because, look, Haley and Cam are both extremely smart individuals, so they have the capacity to create this stuff. But do you really think on their own they could have done it? Right.
3: then there's also.
4: um, Go ahead, Anthony. I know know that uh, Dr. Rowe, like Dr. Rowe, commented all over basically, discovered the inner gems that they destroyed that, you know, millions of years ago. So it makes sense, like, where these gems come from. Like, oh, they came from. Uh, the Morphin Masters, because they put those, like, um,
3: the, uh, Dino Gems in the asteroid that on Earth. Mm-hmm. So, effectively,
0: they
4: kind of wanted us to die, basically. <laughs> this,
0: this could also be an explanation for some other things, because, um, if you look at, uh, if you look at Power Ranger seasons, um, and two perfect examples I would give would be Power Rangers Wild Force and Power Rangers Mystic Force. Um, in both of those seasons, the Rangers are successors for warriors that wielded like these ancient powers, but mm-hmm. they weren't Power Rangers. Like ne- like never at any point in Wild Force when you um, when you see flashbacks of the w- original fight against the Orgs. You never see the ancient warriors. I think that's what they were called. Um, morph into Power Rangers, and same thing in Mystic Force. When you when you watch the um, you know flashbacks of the fight of the fights with the master, they never morph into Power Rangers. Maybe this is like an example of like how the morphin masters like upgraded those powers to become Power Rangers in the present day. Yeah. That makes sense. You know,
1: that's possible. Or,
0: like, maybe they, like, like they still use the animal crystals um, and, the, and the, you know, mystic wands in, a, in Wild Force and Power Rangers, but maybe the Morphin Masters, like, you know, they created the Glauphones and they gave the wands the ability to transform into the mystic morphers, if that makes sense. That's true, yeah.
3: And then there's also that mystery of like who
4: possessed the playoff tapes from all those years ago like, that, that, that they were gonna make a, like a sport about that that never happened. So
0: you know, every season perfectly meshes. Like Jungle Fury wouldn't mesh because you know RJ specifically says that there were never Power Rangers in Pai He just knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who hacked into the morphine grid. So okay, but. Did they ever state who the guy was? No. It was no don't. Don't. How,
1: how do you know that's it's not a morphing master disguised as a human that gave him the powers? Or is it just a morphing oh, I'm just out getting there? that idea. Wow. <laughs> wow. This thing works it on doesn't. a lot of levels. I mean, okay. I have a challenge for y'all. Name one power that can't be explained by the morphing masters in some way.
3: Can or can't.
1: That mm. can't be extreme, Cannot be explained with Morphing Masters.
2: It's Mjolnir, Mjolnir from um, Asgard. Oh. that—that's not. I mean, you you just sorry. said power. You didn't say for Power Rangers. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, to do that he did appear in Power Rangers, only dropped one of more Seasons, but still, he—he's he's in there. So. All if right. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. The Force. How do I force suck, Frankie? (laughs) Actually, they did go to the DagoBus bus system and in space.
1: They did. (laughs) Okay, guys, confirmed. Force (laughs) is created by the Morphin Grid.
0: Oh, jeez. The Morphin Grid is the Force.
1: Like There's literally
0: really. a filler episode of In Space where TJ is like, Hey, Andrews, uh, me and Cassie are going to go check out A Planet in the Dig of a System. Yeah, that's a real thing. Hey, we well, so... going go to go And also, in the episode where Zane first appears as the Silver Ranger, don't those things that the Rangers are fighting in those episodes look like Jawas? They do! They do! They do. They do. Yeah, just wanted to point that
3: out. So Power Rangers and Star
1: Wars coexist. You know. Oh my god. Where is Luke when you need him? Like <laughs>
3: right.
1: he, he could have helped
2: okay. so many times.
1: I just I just opened a YouTube video for Silver Ranger's first scene in fight. And oh my oh. god, they right. do look like Jawas. Let's not forget the freaking Andrews can use the force.
2: Also, they use they were um they wear the Starship Trooper outfits in Lost Galaxy, so there's another crossover right there.
3: That's true. Oh my god. Well that was okay. a weird
1: world collision. In. Okay. So literally my favorite season of Rangers and my favorite franchise ever are possibly in the same universe. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I don't like you your a cranky. <laughs> this is all my <laughs>
3: fault. <laughs> yes. But to
0: go back um, to Ridge's original question, the only one I could think of is maybe RPM, but do you count that because it's in a different continuity? Um, well, okay. It isn't, fair, it isn't.
1: Well, so look at it from this point of view. You're assuming that the morphing grid only exists in the Prime Universe and doesn't transcend to the other universe
0: as well. Well, The thing is, in RPM, the thing that they would normally refer to as the morphing grid is usually, Dr. K calls it the biofield.
3: I
1: mean, does that really change the definition, though? I guess not. Because Dr. K doesn't have to know that it's called the Morphing Grid to know how to manifest the needs of powers. I guess that's a good point, yeah. So so the point um, point I'm making is the Morphing Grid feasibly could be something that transcends all the multiverse of the Rangers. And it's just this thing, because think about it. How the heck did Mega Force? All of a sudden, just no.
2: There's a simple
1: explanation for that. Get out. <laughs> How did the Megaforce Rangers access RPM right off the bat? Like the only explanation is that the Morphin Grid can transcend multiverse.
2: They could also uh, transcend other franchises. They turned the ranger and Change Man too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring all new powers. <laughs> <sighs> I mean that's part of the multiverse though. That, I mean die ranged in the other could have been from another universe like you know Don't Earth. don't don't try to defend this.
2: Stop. I do know that you're you're the, you're drunk. Give me your keys.
4: <laughs> I do know that um one of the teams that that, that the rangers transform into an in, uh supermaker force did briefly get that into the comics. Um, yeah. actually two of actually two teams actually. It was a Supersonic think- Supersonic team. And
1: I think it was, it was a Bio- that was that
2: was it. Five Man, wasn't it?
1: Yes. It was Five Man, I think it was uh, Bioman. Bioman was with the other one? Bioman? Yeah. Bioman's in the comics? Dude. Yeah. Um That was Bioman.
4: So small small or case anybody be worn out. I will tell you this right
1: now.
2: They turned into a Change,
4: change
1: Man. You. Hang on, Frank. promise.
3: A Astroma kills them as a child.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. well, done. yeah, yeah. I don't remember them turning into Bio Man and Super Mega Force, but yeah. annihilated. Maybe it was the only. I
1: mean, they turned to the change. They turned into let, Change let Man. Talk first, though.
4: Because yeah, no, I, I, I think that's a while to say she just turned out of that team. I think only
1: one or two would survive. So the astronomer just encountered him and killed him? Yeah, because they turned into it's yes. they turned into change man, the man. It was the order
4: story.
2: story. Mask okay. man, flash man, and five man. And then die ranger. So it had to be one of those five.
1: Okay. So hold on, Frankie. i I heard all that, but I want to ask Anthony another question now. You said that was Astronomer's yes. origin story? Okay, I'm going to start reading this comics again.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, the Sonic team was actually um, a past team that actually involved one of the Psycho Rangers from, from, from the comics too.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. So were the Psycho Rangers deformed to become Psycho Rangers and originally another Sentai suit? So.
3: I'm guessing that might be the case
4: because one of the Rangers was part of that team and he he turned and became uh, like a Ranger in that team. So, yeah.
3: It's possible. So, picture this.
4: You're you're part of the team, but you don't feel like you're like... uh, where, you know, you'll feel like you're, like, really feel like you're part of the team. So you betray your your, uh, teammates, kill them, get them all killed, or Dark
3: Spectre becomes like Ranger. Hmm. And these were all about uh, Tripp's people. Um, The Zyburns, I think. Whose people? Um, Trips from Trip Trip from Time Force. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's All the comics and start reading them. Yeah. All right. Um. Anything else? Or do we
1: want to move on to the other uh crossover?
0: Um, no, I just think the idea of the Morphin Masters is a just kind of a really fascinating idea, and I hope they expand upon it more.
1: Yeah, I think they will, because Beast Morphers introduces the idea of the Morphin Grid as like a a thing that's ubiquitous throughout. So I think they're going to start progressing more into the multiverse concept of Rangers in a way that Saban never could have because they didn't have the balls for it.
3: I think it was too cheap. Yeah.
1: So, I want to talk about the next crossover because that's one of my favorite things in the world. Um, it's probably like one of the big last things we've got to talk about here. So, yeah. I'm going to rip the aid off. Lord Zed comes back for an episode. Yes. Um, and as you'll see in the Nickelodeon rant podcast that we keep mentioning, I am very angry with Nickelodeon for making us wait so long to get that episode after the rest of the world had already seen it. And oh yeah, um. So when I first heard about Lord Zed, I had a couple of concerns. I wanted to, uh, I had to. You know, deal with the biggest being Robert Axelrod, may he rest in peace, died before this began. So, the Mm. voice of Lord Zed was not here to continue on, so his iconic voice is gone. So, the concern was will they find anyone menacing enough to be a suitable replacement to Lord Zed? That's the first concern. The second concern is. The Zordon wave turned him good. So how did he turn back to evil? That was the next question I had to answer this episode. And then finally, what are they going to do with him? Is he just going to be like a one-off thing that appears and then dies? Or what? So These are the three questions I kind of walked into the episode with. Um, Thank you, Yeah. yeah. So
3: with regard to the voice, he's no
1: Axelrod. But yeah. the job is done, and the job is done well, but not, not to the same level.
3: I don't know, what do y'all think? I didn't hate it. But also, am
1: like, he's not Axelrod. Well, it's not menacing. Mm-hmm. It's not as menacing as it was when we grew up. Like that voice was just not as like sinister. Because yeah, I think the guy who voiced them, I
3: think
4: he, I think he was Master Wolf from freaking Jungle Fury who voices them.
3: Oh, yeah, if that's, I mean, the case, that's not good.
4: I um,
0: yeah. I don't um. To be honest, I wasn't really paying too much attention to his voice. Um, I, w- I was just more curious at, like, what they were going to do with them, and that was the big thing that disappointed, because, like, he's disappeared. <laughs> Where is Lord Zed now? Like, is he going to come back for season two? I mean... So, he should be a main. He should be a villain think, at this
1: point. I think what's going to happen, Nate, is that... So, to kind of go over the story of what Lord Zed was in this episode... Um, he was reanimated back to life by that guy. I don't remember his name.
0: One of the new Sporix monsters. Right. Maybe... I don't know if he was a Sporix or not, but he was a monster, so... Yeah. He
1: was a monster. He came to give them the gift of Lord Zed, and Lord Zed was um, brought back. He had an obedience collar on, like in Beast Morphers, and he was under control of this guy. And the rangers free him, and Lord Zed vanishes into the... Like, he vanishes as he's freed. So we don't know what happens to him as the rangers continue battling Void Knight and his forces. So that's an open-ended question at the end of the episode, is where does he go from here? My thought is... Void Knight's not really evil, right? Like, he's just... Yeah. He's, he's out here trying to get his wife's last girlfriend's last whatever lover resurrected or revived or revitalized or whatever. So, maybe in Season 2, Void Knight achieves the goal, and they have a resolution of that early on enough that Lord says can step in, maybe a quarter of the way through and start being the villain again. And that's the that's the conflict for the rest of the season and I've heard rumors that they want to have this cast continue on after. I doubt it. I doubt they're going to do it. But it'd be interesting. But also I, mean- I would I'd would rather if Lord Zedd comes back. I would rather his storyline kind of continue beyond this. Like, beyond Dinofear, to like, something bigger. Well, I, I, remember, I remember hearing a rumor that this was supposed to be the
2: final incarnation of Power Rangers as we knew it. I don't know if that's still true, but I heard Hasbro was going to try to take the series in a different direction.
4: So, yeah, I mean, that I heard they're, like, delaying that, and they're going to be adapting another Sentai.
2: Yeah, cause, so I guess it made sense when they were filming this to bring back the iconic original villain to kind of bookend everything?
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard Lordship... that Ju Oger might be the next Sentai to be adapted.
1: I hope so. I like that one.
2: Yeah, I know, but... Uh, I... This this random. Let's go go. But let's go Ninja. Then we'll go back to GoBusters. It'll we'll go like ten sentais in the future. Then we'll go back three. It's weird. It's bothering
1: me. I know. I mean, okay. is it really a big deal though? Because they're not connected. It, it only bugs you because you know the history of the sentai and how it were before GoBusters happened. Like I mean, before Beast
4: Morphers. Because they didn't, they didn't get off track of skipping Sentai until you know,
1: Donald until Dinosaurs, yeah. But it is, it's not a bad thing per se. I mean, they're going back and they're using everything slowly over time. I mean, one day we're gonna get a train Ranger team or something, I guess. But um, I highly doubt
4: they'll do trains because, like, they they claim trains so won't really won't really sell here in America. And I'm just they're saying.
2: not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. It's a and much bigger I'll, thing in Japan. I, I just want to and say then that then
0: the Lord Z Th- return was just really disappointing for me. I hope that they do better. But yeah, yeah that's another major fault of Dun- of Dino Fury.
1: Yeah, that was another fault. Is that it wasn't well done.
0: Yeah. But I
1: will say that the potential they opened here is really good. If I were to take a guess,
2: he's probably gonna be the main villain of season two. Possibly.
1: I think so, Possibly. because look, I, I think I think Void Knight will be resolved pretty quick. You know? they, they
2: didn't destroy they didn't kill Zed, did they?
1: No no, no. no, he didn't They barely fought him, Frankie. Like he came in, he had the obedience collar on, they destroyed the obedience collar in a way to like try and get him away from their control. And Zed decided screw y'all, I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Deuces. I mean, basically, that's what happened. Okay, screw you guys, i uh, going home. He's in the universe somewhere doing something.
2: Yeah. Maybe he'll go back to the moon and get his base back.
1: Mm-hmm. I would actually kind of like that. Serpentera 2.0, guys. guess. Could you... No, they can't, because Serpentera died to Wild Force Red. That's why I said
0: 2.0. Yeah, you rebuild Serpentera. Cool. Hold on. Like,
2: Why does that matter? The Falcon Zord showed back up at Ninja Steel. <laughs> it never, it, was, never, it
4: okay. was never destroyed, though. But, yeah. It was,
2: it was never destroyed, Frankie. It's irrelevant. It's been, it might as well be. It was gone okay.
1: for 20 yeah, years. <laughs> okay. But, but also, think about it. The Morphin Grid restores powers. Why can't they restore Zords? Bingo. Hmm. But Serpentera is not as, yeah, he's a
4: Zord. He just he's just not the traditional Zord that we know. He just he just is a Zord. Okay. It's pers- that's per- that's personal Zord.
1: Ignorant question time, because I don't know. Is there a counterpart to Serpentera and Sentai? Yeah.
2: yeah, yes. Where? Die die ranger. Die ranger. What, villain Dai Jinry he he wasn't a Zord, he was a god. Yeah. What? It was a living entity, it was a god.
0: And it yeah. wasn't evil, it was more like a neutral sort of thing that would yeah. show up. Like, because there was a conflict between the Die Rangers and their villain, it kept showing up to try and end the conflict, but it was also really destructive, so it ended up kind of unintentionally hurting people, if that makes and sense. killing people, because I mean, I'm was not sure all the damage they did... Uh, Ryu, it
4: was super powerful. Yeah, no one could beat it.
1: It appears seven times in Dying Rangers. All right. he, does,
2: he doesn't make a lot of appearances,
4: but he's a big problem.
1: Right. Yeah. He, he killed one of the monsters, too, I
4: think. Yeah, he crushes it. Mm-hmm. So you remember the episode of uh, NPR with uh, Rocky who just wants to have fun? That's the monster died, that died from him.
2: Yeah, they, yeah had, but, edited, they had to edit it for the, the Thunder Megas were destroying it.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, speaking of Zords,
0: uh, I just kind of want to transition into this. Uh, this is the last subject I want to talk about Dino, and regarding Dino Fury. Um, I really like the uh, Dino Fury Zords. Um, you know, as, as we, you know, we can complain about how the dinosaur gimmick is getting old. It is. I'm not going to disagree with anybody here on that. But um, right. I do think that dinosaur mechs are some of the most creative, though. And this one does a really good job. So, first of all, uh... well... Well, I think this one does a good job, at least. I'm
2: um, go- I'm gonna disagree with you on this one.
3: Okay, that's fair
0: enough. But um, but you know, I well, first of all, you know, but, so the way that this whole thing works is that um, the Red Ranger Zord has its own warrior mode, and then and then the Megazord is basically just the other Ranger Zords are like you know some cool add-ons. Kind of miss that. You know, I, I... I really like... You know, I like Zords having their own warrior mode that allows them to fight, you know, by them, you know, by themselves. You know, kind of like Go Buster Ace or whatever it was called in Beast Morphers. Um, the Red Ranger Zord. Uh, so I like that. Um, I think the Gold Ranger Zord is awesome. You know, a Mosasaurus. Um... I can understand how some people would have issues with it um, as far as uh, you know, the dinosaur gimmick being uh, just overused. Don't know if I would call it better than the Cure Uger slash Dino Charge stuff, but I think it's just as good. The one thing I want to say is that this series has a, another weapon. It's called, I think, the Mega Fury Saber, which is what the... Yeah. Um, it's what the Rangers summoned to, like, perform the finishing move. And can I just say this? Can we stop with all of these cockpit-exclusive I things? hate
2: that so much. I mean, let me just say this right
0: now. Megaforce is terrible. I don't like Megaforce.
3: But, but at least, least they, they
0: have is- that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, you know, you got the Mega Mode in Samurai. You got whatever that thing was called in Dino Charge. I don't know what they did. Dino in- ch- yeah. It was
2: weird because Dino Charge didn't start with it.
4: It just happened no, one it day. Didn't. it happened one day. They was like, oh, yeah, we're going to give them, like, uh,
2: battery armor things.
0: Yeah. I don't know what they did, and uh, I don't know what they did in Ninja Steel, and I don't care. Um, ninja Ninja Master
4: Mode. Apparently, I'm just like, wh- why are they? Why do they have a mode that's literally Ninja Master, but
0: they're not they're not masters? Devin summons this gun to like shoot. that's
2: not as offensive.
0: No, it's not. It's stupid. But... I'm just think of all this cockpit exclusive stuff. Like, I get it. You know, you're trying to sell toys, and you know what? So just I let don't... him
2: let him use the blaster against the monster just film american footage
0: like yeah. all creating non sentai equipment in fact non sentai equipment back in the day was what may power rangers awesome cuz you know like from uh you know um like from lost galaxy all the way to spd they were always creating vehicles that weren't in the sentai like pretty much every motorcycle was mostly
4: no just um, no, Fury had one yeah i know it
0: was just from in a row, from my Gloss Galaxy to SPD. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. You know, they created some other things like that, like uh, Eric's TF Eagle from uh, Time Force.
2: battleizers
0: uh, Of course, battleizers duh. Um, Cam's little, uh, you know, Dragon Force thing from uh That That Minimum. thing was
2: ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. know. But it was still cool. Um... Uh, but So I'm all for non-Sentai equipment, but if you're only going to create non-Sentai equipment for the cockpits, just stop.
2: Wait, what's the point Ooh. of having a giant gun in a Megazord cockpit? What are you going to do with it?
3: You're not going to exactly. shoot anything
2: with it! Aside yeah. from, what, in Samurai, I don't remember them using the cockpit Items outside of the cockpits, aside from like the Shogun mode and samurai. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, the Shogun mode was only on there, was used, and that, that samurai uh, sword that they use in the, in the cockpit it was only, the only time he actually used it outside the Zord.
2: I hate everything.
0: It's just, I'm sick of all these cockpit exclusive things. Just, and maybe that's a thing from Nickelodeon. I don't know. I mean, Nickelodeon, if you do that...
2: Well, part of the problem with that, I think, is because they have to stretch it out to two seasons. They need more things to fill out the toy line. So...
0: Yeah.
4: I heard, we're getting a, I heard Dino Fury's getting a bike soon, too. Do
2: they I have do.
0: motorcycles in Dino Fury? They're going to have, I mean, in they're gonna have oh. them
2: in the and They're going to have them in the show. Do they have any and in Ria's Soldier?
0: I don't think so. No. Oh! Then that'll be a first in a while. Yeah. Like, give motorcycles.
2: Hasbro has this thing where everything that they're making in the toy line they want in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm, I... the backpacks from Beast Morphers for some reason. <laughs> what do you think, Riz? I think he died because he muted himself. Yeah.
1: I, I don't have as many opinions on the Zords ever, really. Um, I don't really. So the cockpit stuff doesn't bug me, I guess, as much as it bugs y'all. So, I mean, okay, I understand that, yeah, it's a weapon that's only usable in the cockpit, but it is what it is, and it doesn't really bother me as much, so, yeah. The mode mode change
4: bothered me more than than the weapons did.
1: They Mm -hmm. both bother me equally.
0: Yeah. Like, so, why I guess do I need another form? Change is fine. I mean, I guess the not having a mo change is fine. It still just bugs me. Yeah,
4: because I'm like, why do we need another form just to use the Megazord? Like, no other team is needed this in past seasons. Why now? Like, we're not good enough to use our, our, our normal forms to, to pop these things? Mm-hmm.
2: Because we have to sell toys, Anthony. I don't give... Don't you, know, you, under- even, don't you understand?
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, I wish I could cuss right now, but I'm not going to.
2: Power Rangers is made a- to sell toys. That's why it I exists.
4: I don't give a flip. Keisha? Show-
0: <laughs> don't do this to me. <laughs> uh, I just want to say this one other thing. Um, I'm all for them creating... Um, Original cockpits because I think the only two Sentai seasons that we've had where they've used the Sentai cockpit, they used it in Mega Force as well as Super Mega Force. Pretty sure they used it in Beast Morphers, although they did. They,
2: for the most part, it was the. Go- for Busters the most part, there was like
0: maybe two instances where
4: they didn't have they didn't have the footage. They did one for the Beast X King Zor. That was exclusively American footage because they didn't use any well, okay. footage for that. And I'm all for creating feet, the original
0: original cockpits, but am I the only one who thinks that they're kind of all looking like They've been, they've been the same since Dino Charge. Like, yeah. like, they're all standing in, you know, they're all standing on like these pods with their colors. They're all using their swords to control the zords. Like, I don't know. I mean... They,
2: they've all been the same since uh, Dino Charge. Yeah.
0: Can't we can't can we get a more like, you know, really awesome looking cockpit? Like, I don't know. The Max Solar Zord from Lightspeed Speed Rescue was pretty cool. And that of course was original. That, that was, was really good. Creator. So Yeah, can't we just get more creative with the cockpit designs?
2: And um, They say no. <laughs> okay, well
4: screw them then.
2: I mean, uh, I we, agree we, with we you, can, but but they say no.
4: It's like we can create, we can, we can, we can rec- recreate suits from past seasons, fine. But as far as Megzor or cockpits go, and originality, eh, we I can't. The cockpits
2: in Sentai like CGI now too. Like the Zenkaiger one looks like it's in CGI.
4: Zentaiker is CGI, but I think the past ones weren't. I know, I know, Kira Major
0: wasn't. Anyway, <laughs> I'm looking at the Ria Soldier cockpit, and I could just save it. I probably prefer that to Dino Fury. Is there like this weird but mirror thing? Yeah. yeah,
2: like
0: I don't know, but you, you know, we're just talking about trivial stuff now. I mean, obviously, you know, the cockpit exclusive stuff is annoying, and it's kind of getting annoying how they're using repetitive designs for the cockpits. But let's not use, let's not distract that. Let's not let that distract us from the fact that it's still an enjoyable season. Yeah. Do you have any, yeah. uh, anything else you want to talk about, Riz? Um, I think we've covered everything of
1: like super importance here. Um The theme song sucks. <clears throat> oh, okay, there is one thing I want to talk about. Now if Frankie brought that up. <laughs> um Okay, so when it first debuted, everyone lost their minds about the morphing sequence, saying it was one of the best morphing sequences they've ever seen. And I didn't really watch Dana Fury like every week like everyone else did, so I saw it like the one time on YouTube and I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." But then as I watched it throughout the season, I got to say it may not be the best morphing sequence, but it's a really, really cool morphing sequence nonetheless. And that I song is fire.
4: That song is fire. It
1: yeah, it's very technoey,
0: you know it does it.
4: Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, dun. Well, the morpher, the morpher in general. I know that this is only from the Sentai, but the morpher in general of like you know taking the silver part and like rotating it—that's a pretty creative. Type of morpher, so I definitely yeah. like that. N- not so much oh. about uh, ions morpher because it's just a gun that uh, you just put something in. I and mean, then you shoot it. Gee, just yeah. like your user. Um, but and that's
4: literally his morpher in the Sentai too. It's not. It's not like they gave him like that. Like that. Oh, here. Oh, here's the. Here's your morpher's this instead of this. No, it's the same.
2: Oh, like a Ninja Steel, where instead of a burger, he had like a weird sword thing.
4: Yeah. Yeah. his his morph was weird though. I was like, what is this? It didn't even look like, like the rest of their morphers. Um I know comparing how they morph in the Sentai, how they morph in the um series, they they do still do the, the, the silver part that flips up. The difference is that whenever they with the the Re-soldier insert their keys, the keys of whatever ranger they have would actually appear as like a CGI um, little tribe and they do a dance. Go boss sweet boss sweet so so and they all dance until they, they transform. Wait, Wait they dance? dance What
2: is with Super Sentai and dancing?
4: No, Wait, not, they don't dance, but the but the little soldiers that the little key the little key dance pop up, pop up and they then they multiply and they dance around the uh, Re Soldier. There's still dancing involved. Yeah. Okay. Just, user. Just, not, just not the part of the... Uh, just, just not the them themselves dancing. It's just there's dancing involved, but not with the main people transforming, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'll agree with Frankie. I'm not a big fan of uh, the theme song, although in general, Hasbro doesn't really seem to be doing much with the theme song because we're now at the point where The theme songs are only, like, 30 seconds long.
2: Because Beast Morphers wasn't that
0: great either. No. They're hardly putting effort into the theme songs anymore. Which sucks, Mm -hmm. because... um, But, you know, what are you going to do about it?
2: Especially when you compare them to the Sentai themes. Sentai themes are generally a lot better.
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah. I mean, that's about all I wanted to talk about. Riz...
1: uh, that's all I got because I don't know anything
2: about this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I have nothing else to really bring up, Frankie. What do you think of the Revito? Would you want to watch Fury based off of this? Eh.
2: yeah, 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 I did not mean for that <laughs> to be a pun. F. F <laughs> in the F in the chat, boys. Um, <laughs> I got a very different Power Rangers opinion than you guys, but. That's a. That's not an appropriate discussion.
0: Well, I can understand where Frankie is coming from because, to be fair, I was a little adverse to watching Dino Fury as well because I I've been turned off of watching Power Rangers since like Ninja Steel just because it I mean just cause Ninja Steel just kind of like blew it off same way that Knee Ninja kind of blew me off of Sentai for a bit. Yeah, I've just so,
2: I've been so out of touch with this franchise for years now. So.
0: I can understand where Frankie is coming from. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get it. I was kind of curious on, you know, never having watched Dino Fury and hearing us talk about it for like the last, what, hour and a half? Try two.
2: Two hours? Wow. <laughs> half of that was tangents about Star Wars. And other stupid nonsense. It wasn't Star Wars.
1: There was Star Wars. For like five minutes. Listen, there. Anyway, yeah, I thought this would be kind of cool, but if not, I mean, you know, I get it, Frankie. I know where you're coming from, and I understand. Um, I think the reason I still watch this stuff is... Do podcasts, but, of course.
3: Well, <laughs>
1: not true. I didn't do anything with Ninja Steel. I watched that because of my own suffering.
4: I watched that, and I still
1: suffered. Mm-hmm. For nothing. Uh, yeah. But So... The reason I watched um, Ninja Steel, honestly, was because of the crossover. Beast Morphers, I was curious about how Hasbro handled the, uh, the franchise, and I liked it enough to say, okay, I'll give it an understance for Dino Fury. And Dino Fury, kind of, you know, it, it's good. I liked it.
2: I am so, curious what the next series is going to be.
1: Well, yeah, that's, that's the question. Is, I, I think season two will take a different tone altogether. So Netflix doesn't own it anymore. I mean, Nickelodeon doesn't own it, sorry. Yeah, it's going straight to Netflix, right? Right. Straight so, to Netflix. Are it's they going to drop
2: all 20 episodes at once, or are they going to do it in chunks? How are they going to do it? I don't know. But so We,
4: we might Netflix- be getting like, maybe 12 episodes probably during the spring, and then probably going like, to re- re- release the next, few ep- like, next episodes afterwards. Probably like later on fall, maybe, but we'll get like at least a good amount of episodes to keep us busy.
1: Well, so here's the thing about that they're done. Those episodes are done. They're ready. Oh, they're filmed. They're ready to go. Yeah. So yeah. The only thing holding them back is a schedule. Mm hmm. And with Nickelodeon, the schedule was, and I've gone over in this in the past future video that we're going to release, um, but I'll say it again here briefly. It was. Season 1. Do the first couple of episodes. Break. Couple of episodes. Break for the summer. Come back. Finish it. Break again. And then don't do not do anything with it until after Europe and the rest of the world is seen Season 2. I think that was part of why the ratings started to decline, too. Well, I mean, why would you watch on Nickelodeon if I can go on Twitter and find a... I remember years,
2: years and years ago back when, you know... We were actually on YouTube and stuff, and we did the Mega Force reviews like what four months before they aired here in the US or something. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. That was
1: insane. <laughs> and I mean, it wasn't hard. I mean, it's if you're following anyone on Twitter from the fandom, those links are running rampant all over the place.
3: Yeah, oh, so, I mean
1: am I going to be honor-bound to the fact that I want to wait for the American release when they're so easily available online? No. No. (laughs) Nope. I mean, if it's anything else
0: where I'm like... Last Last year, I remember um, Riz, Anthony, Patrick and I, we reviewed the Beast Morphers episode um, where like, the whole team-up thing where Jason comes back and, like, the Dino, uh, you know, team-up episode. Oh, Grid Connection! Yeah. Yeah. We, we reviewed that, and then, like, several months later, I see, like, all these Power Ranger sites posting that episode as if it just came out and fans are talking about it, and, then like, my friends and I reviewed this episode, like... Like five months ago. Why is everybody talking about it as if it just now and then it hits me like, oh yeah, that's right, because Nickelodeon is stupid and they like to air everything in other countries before they bring it here.
3: Pretty Mm -hmm. much pretty much it sucked. Yeah. It's just stupid.
1: It was. I mean it it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand. why would you why would you do it like that? Why would you kill the franchise like if you weren't interested in it and all you wanted to do is make more SpongeBob episodes you didn't have to get the rights to this. Right. Nope. You could have passed. Nickelodeon n- not Nickelodeon Cartoon Network could have taken it. Disney could have taken it back. Somebody would have taken it. You could have just given it to Netflix right away, but you know yeah, I'm glad Disney didn't get it
2: back, but, you know. Well, Disney didn't care about the franchise either.
3: No, but they would have at least tried. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to Netflix
1: after RPM. I guess better late than never. Yeah, because imagine if it had gone to Netflix, we would have had a much better Legendary War.
2: Oh, probably we've had a bigger budget.
1: Yeah. But I think we're going to have a better budget now because, I mean, I think Hasbro has the money to bring this franchise around. And... Hasbro is loaded. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think they're willing to put money into this. I mean, they are putting money into this, they're creating lore that we didn't have before.
2: The fact that they care more about the franchise than the original creators of the franchise do is scary. Like Casper well, seems to care
1: more than Saban ever did. Well, I mean, Saban, Saban saw one of the earlier Sentais when he was on vacation, and he liked it, and he's like, well, I'm going to bring this to America, and he tried several times. He finally did it, and I think he cared for a while because, look, Mighty Morphin was not bad. Mighty Morphin was a huge success. Mighty Morphin was good, Zio was good, everything was going fine up until, like, I guess, after the in-space stuff, because that's when ratings started to drop a little bit.
2: Not Lost Galaxy.
1: Well, no,
0: it was like, um, like, uh, the ratings were hit a little bit during Turbo, but they still kept the show going. Um, They
2: they went back up within
0: space. And they probably okay. hit their peak in Lost Galaxy. Yeah, Lost Galaxy was um, the
2: highest rated series at the time. I mean, what I'll was... be
1: honest, I didn't watch Lightspeed Rescue until I was an adult. I think Wild Force is where it started to... I mean, I don't blame them, because that's, well, that's bad the bad season. The Disney
2: season's ratings
1: were horrible. But they were good, but the problem is... The show was good, but the ratings were just awful.
2: Because the time slots were horrible. Yeah, let's so, air RPM at five a.m. Guys,
0: yeah, let's air Jungle Fury at like nine p.m. when kids are about to go to bed on a Monday night. Oh my god, I remember that. I, that was so I was so
4: irritating because I didn't watch the first few episodes of a uh, Jungle Fury until like after the episode aired that day.
2: I mean, I guess their logic was people have DVR, they'll just watch it later. Well, that's not going to give you ratings now, is it, you stupid jerk-offs?
1: <laughs> I mean, so I didn't I didn't watch any of this as it aired. Like, after... A lot after, of people probably saw them
2: on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I watched a lot of them on Netflix. I only watched Dino Thunder on TV, because I just happened to flip to the channel on the first time that they aired Dino Thunder on Disney. And I was like, wait, that's Jason David Frank. What's going on here?
2: Dino Thunder was the only Disney series I watched fully on TV.
4: Same. I know and what? I watched.
2: Oh, SPD. I watched full of SPD. Too. Yeah, it was SPD um, here.
4: yeah, I watched SPD. Uh, Mystic which, Force in, Force in, which in hindsight, Force.
2: I don't care for As well, I'll be honest with
4: you. Mystic Force... I did watch a oh, a oh, live too. Oh, but I was like, oh that overdrive is just... Ugh.
1: Yeah. Okay, we're not going to talk about this right now, because we have to go to bed
0: soon. Yes, no,
2: yeah, it's <laughs>
0: 3am! Okay, so... We kind of get back to the overall <laughs> subject. Uh, Dino Fury is here. Well, it's been here for a while. Uh, and it, there's some good, and there's some bad. Um, there's some ugly elements. Uh... You know, th- there's some in, there's a there's a comic relief duo in this show as well, uh, who we're not going to talk about. Uh, it's uh, Jane, who's like the um, leader of a, who's like the boss of Amelia. Yes. Yeah, and this character named J Borg, who's like Mac's sister. She was made by Hartford Robotics. She's an android. Um, Are you? F-
4: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Frankie. Yeah, yes. yeah. Apparently,
0: Mac has a sister yep. now.
4: Yes.
2: Because
0: unfortunately Power Rangers is still going, and maybe this is just a Nickelodeon I muted my
2: mic because I screamed out a curse word. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Um, They just need a comic relief duo. Like they had you know, Bulk and Spike and Samurai. They had they they weren't really a duo, but they were still there. They had uh, Mr. Brimley and that Ernie dude from Megaforce. Victor and Monty from Ninja Steel.
1: They why do you remember
0: that they exist? I just unfortunately do. Um, I hate Victor and Monty
1: so much. This is insane.
0: Why
2: con- this is why I've considered doing cocaine.
0: It was Ben and Betty from Beast Morphers, who I really hate because the actress who plays Betty is amazing and she is. She's born. fine. Oh, yeah, she's hot. She is too good for that
2: role! I watched the first two episodes of Beast Morvers and those two turned the show off for
1: me.
0: She is too yeah. good for that role. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a good
1: actress. She's a really good actress, and also yeah. a really cool like um, influencer on Instagram and social yeah. media. Like, she
0: is too good to be playing a comic relief character on Power Rangers. She could right. have a much better role. But that's now not we got one. Jane and Jayborg, and they're both terrible. And we don't we, we don't really have to talk about I them mean, that much.
1: Okay, so they're not. I prefer them to most of the ones that you mentioned here.
3: Oh yeah, I'm not saying they're
1: terrible. Just like they're not funny. We, the they're only, not funny. The only ones I they're not funny at all. But I prefer seeing them than I did Victor and Monty, and I prefer seeing them than I would, like, the Megaforce Comic Relief or anything, like... But J-Force's voice is just grating. Well, it's a
3: robot. I know, but... It just gets really annoying, like...
0: Like, it's, the, it's like that really bad Eddie Murphy movie, Pluto Nash, like Randy Quaid's character. Like, where are we going, boss? Where did the boss go? You did
2: not just mention Pluto Nash. <laughs>
0: yes, I did. Oh, my God. I'm about to do heroin. Uh, and, you know, it's the same thing with, like, Jay Bord's voice. Like, hello, I am a robot. Where are we going,
2: boss? Like, so, that, so that's your whole shtick. You're yeah. just a robot. Okay. Uh,
4: yeah. Oh, she's not just a robot. She's a robot that can oh. get into hijinks and they basically abuse her body because it's funny because she's, she's a robot, right? Oh, right? off. Yeah. Yeah, that happens.
0: Uh... Well, anyway, we should probably wrap this up because it's pretty I'll long. It I'll um, wrap it up and yeah. say
1: they're not the best comedy duo. They're not the worst. They're eh.
4: They're the worst they're, to me, but okay.
1: Do you think they're worse than uh, Victor and Monty? Oh no, they're I re- terrible. No, they're, I regret all, terrible. all of
4: my life
2: no. choices.
1: No, they're all terrible. Okay, I'm. I'm just saying, <laughs> if it's a with between Victor and Monty and these two, I take these two any day. But yeah, um, I'm gonna get my final thoughts here so we can wrap this up, though. Yeah. So, um, final thoughts on this. Dino Fury is giving a good promise overall that the franchise is not dead and that there's a chance that it's becoming something worthwhile again. Um, yes, we had, in my opinion, two characters that could have that need improvement for the next season. Um, and there's a lot of open-ended questions that I have more that I want to know about, like specifically the Morphing Masters. I want to know more about what happens to Lord Zed. And I have, I have some hope because these two topics alone excite me. Like I, like, I like what they're doing for the individual season, but the world building we're getting in the background is exciting to me. Especially if we start tying in the stuff from the comics that Anthony's talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for, this, for season one of Dino Fury, I'm going to give this a solid B+. Plus. Um,
3: it's not the best thing out there, but it's definitely not bad. Yeah, I agree. I think B plus is a reasonable
1: grade. Okay. Um, who wants to go next? Anthony.
4: I'm, like overall, I, I like the show. Um, a couple of grievances I did I had with the show. Um, I think it was towards the finale, and it it's something that's not like terrible terrible but it's kind of just like how can they not see it you know like you'll get what I'm you'll get what I'm, 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 I'm talk about it you know outside of this because uh, I don't want to spoil anything for everybody a little the finale at least
3: yeah yeah.
0: well anyway that's about uh, wraps up this video Um, now the next one that will be post uh, unless anybody else has anything to say Nope, nope. Hurry on.: cool. it. Uh, The next video that will be posted is a Gokaiger review, uh, but the next time we come back to record, we'll be returning to our Gokaiger series. We'll be taking a look at episodes 28 through 38. Now Now the next one that we're going to be now the next one that's gonna be, uh, is, uh, is, um, going to be posted is going to be on Gokaiger's episodes 11 through 16. I hope you guys will check that out. Um, But, yeah, um, we hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, It's been a little unfocused, but it's still been pretty fun. Um, And uh, we hope if you haven't seen Dino Fury, you'll definitely check it out. Um, I feel targeted. (laughs) Okay. Um.
1: Thanks to Frankie for making a random appearance tonight.
0: Yeah, of course. (laughs) It's always great to have Frankie around. Right?
1: Yay!
2: Um,
0: Anyway, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We thank you for checking this out. Um, If you're on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Uh, Leave a leave a comment down below if you want anything for us. If you want us to cover anything. Um, also be sure to check us out at AnimeSecrets.org and all of our social medias, like uh, check us out on Spotify, check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all those social media things. Um, and that's about it. We hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll see you guys next time as we return to our Gokaiger treasure hunt. And uh, we're at, uh Toka Secrets and we're signing off here, so see you guys later.